We live, baby. We live. Episode two of MMA Uncensored Podcast. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the show. It's Wednesday night. It's hump day, and we're just chilling. Uh, and I just want to thank everybody that's joining the show live. We got a great show. We got uh, a very, very special guest co-host tonight, which I cannot wait uh, to bring him on. Uh, but yes, ask your questions, everybody, because we are live. So your questions will pop up on screen. Uh, your comments will pop up on screen. Keep it clean. Otherwise, you get the boot. We don't want to boot anybody. But anyway, uh, welcome to the show, episode two. Uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, we got Dr. Bo uh, Hightower who's supposed to be calling in tonight. He's seeing patients right now. Um, and then we also have Kier Malor at 9 p.m., the beautiful and talented Kier Malor. So I cannot uh, wait for you guys to uh, experience this. So without further ado, I'm going to bring up my partner, Chris. Chris, what's up, man? It's time. It's time, baby. What's it's up, time. Joe? How are you? Chill Bro, it's Wednesday, man. I'm I'm excited, bro. You know, I'm happy to uh, to be here, be on this podcast as always, and uh, that's it, baby. I'm still employed, so I'm very happy about that, and I'm drinking tequila tonight. So, salute to you. A salute to you. What type of tequila are you drinking, young man? Just a little 1800 tonight with a little fresh, freshly squeezed lime juice. So, wow, very excited nice. about it. Like but it. Uh, do you believe it? We have a very special co-host uh, that's going to yeah. be co-hosting with us this evening. Should I bring him in? I think you should bring him in. This I'm going to bring him in. Let me just say I... something about this guy. This guy is, man, I just want to talk to him and listen to him and, 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 and learn from him. This guy is inspirational. Go for it, Joe. Yes, the one and only, one of the baddest SOBs on the planet, Mr. James Krause. What's up, dude? James Krause. <laughs> What's up? How's it How going? You, you guys can keep going, man. Don't, don't stop just because I'm on now. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, we, we, we're chilling but now you're a part of the live feed bro so now <laughs> yeah. you in now dog you in cheers so uh I love it. I yeah appreciate cheers the, to you brother by the way thank you guys my pleasure man happy to have you on and uh it's been a it's been a wild uh time for a lot of people we got this coronavirus thing going this crazy pandemic how is it in the life of a ufc star what's been going on how have you been affected personally and professionally by this pandemic well, everything I do is uh, is uh, I would consider myself. I don't like I don't like calling myself an entrepreneur because I feel like everybody just assumes you're a drug dealer if you say that. But <laughs> uh, or a prostitute or a prostitute. Uh, <laughs> yes, I mean everything that I do is uh, I don't really I don't I've never really had like a, a well say never I haven't had a regular job in a long time. So everything I do is on my own. You know, every, I'm self employed. So. Uh, the gyms are shut down. Obviously, I've been I've been training still, uh, small group, uh, you know, a couple people here and there, but you know I've been training. But the gyms are shut down, so we've just been trying to up, you know, upgrade, update, clean, organize, get ready for you know hit the ground running whenever, uh, whenever it opens back up. Real estate is a little dicey right now. Mm -hmm. the, I have a couple of Airbnbs that are, I have one that is empty and one that's full just from somebody staying there for the whole month. Mm -hmm. uh, my goal with them is just to find somebody to stay there and, and break even, maybe lose a couple hundred bucks rather than, you know, losing the entire mortgage, lights, utilities, all that stuff. So, uh, and then really, I mean, everything else is, you guys know that, I mean, all what you guys are experiencing, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's pretty crazy, crazy times out there. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. You know what I mean? Like, it drives me nuts because I'm on the go constantly. So like, yeah. 
uh, it's tough for me. I, I, you know, just to just to get out of the house seems like it's a like I'm coming home. I'm normally putting in like 10, 12 hour days. I leave at like seven, eight in the morning. Don't get right. don't get back until seven, eight at night. And uh, t- t- I'm they come home at like one or two, trying to find stuff to do. It's it's tough. So yeah, how about you guys? Yeah, uh, I mean for me, uh, I'm very very lucky. Um, I'm a man- IT manager for my company, so I'm working remotely right now from home, and so I'm blessed, man. You know, I, I I'm very happy, and then I also have the, these podcasts here. So yeah, uh, I'm thank God uh, I'm okay right now. So hopefully nothing changes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, it sounds like you're me. in a good spot. Yeah. Same for me, James. Yeah. Everything stopped. You know, I'm not traveling to events. Yeah. I'm not, you know, covering events. Everything's mm. on pause. So, you know, that's why we're doing this podcast to, to give some yeah. people some things to talk about, to call in and talk to you, ask you questions, to give this platform for you to share things. Oh man, that's that's uh, I appreciate it a ton. And I, and I actually, I, I will say this: there has been some good things that come out of this, and this being one of them. You know, more more interaction. Like I've been doing, gosh, I can't tell you how many live Instagram lives I've been doing. I've been doing them all over every, every podcast, everything I can do. I've been taking and, uh, it's good. You know, I think, I think it's good. It, uh, it's practice for, for multiple layers for, you know, fighting and stuff like that. Uh, this guy right here is trying to interrupt me. Get out of here. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So it's good, man. It's, and, and I feel like there's what I love about this whole time is there's like, for me, uh, there's like a clear cut line in the sand of like you're either you're either making it happen, you're doing something, you're being productive, or you're just watching you know Netflix or wasting your time away doing nothing the entire time. So it's cool yeah. to see like who's on their you know who's on their game and who's uh, who's just kind of playing around. I, I agree with you, James. Like I think now for for a lot of people, strike while the iron is hot. You know, yeah. everybody thinks we're in a pandemic it's it's crazy right now we're in quarantine so now we have to listen to what the media tells us but then you get those wolves bro you know that aren't the sheep that are out there hustling and and taking advantage of the time that they have so i'm with you but how is it for you like man juggling training uh having your airbnbs your investment properties how do you maintain all that time do you have somebody that helps you or you do this all on your own uh i have some help in, in some things i do some of it on my own uh yeah, it's. I, I will say this. I filmed an entire uh, online wall course that's coming out next week, or maybe even, maybe even this week. Uh, an entire online wall course, like wall wrestling, cage wrestling, mm-hmm. that I'm gonna that I'm gonna put out. So that was cool that I got that entire that entire thing formatted and filmed since this whole thing's happened. So mm-hmm. that was that was a that was a big accomplishment for me. But I mean, uh, so with the with the gyms, I have a I have a minority partner. The gyms are are mainly or mainly mine. I, I own the building that we're in, and uh, right now we have two uh, up and up and functioning. And then in the middle of this whole mess, we're opening up a third location also, which is then you can imagine how challenging that's been. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they do the gyms do really well. You know, we're doing a lot of uh, we have a really loyal following. Uh, we're doing a lot of online stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not the same, but you know we're 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 doing good enough, better than a lot of the a lot of the fitness and gym areas are right now. Yeah. Uh, so how was that like? In, you're you're in uh, Missouri, right? Yeah. Okay. How was that for you? Uh, as far as like uh, dealing with, uh, do you have to deal with any like uh, business loans or is anything on hold right now? Getting those properties going. Uh. I mean, the only the only thing that's really affected me so far would be like the the city 
permits and stuff like that, uh, opening mm-hmm. up the, the, the third location the, the, you know, they're not, the city workers aren't really working in, in that department, at least, uh, I shouldn't say they're not working. It's slow. So we just went live on our lease a couple of days ago. We started build out yesterday. And, uh, so that's been, that's been interesting, but like in terms of, in terms of the, uh, like the actual businesses and stuff like that, I mean, I, I'm weird, man. I, <laughs> I like stuff like this to happen because for mm-hmm. me, this is like a hard reset that, you know, it, it's like, uh, you change the rules, you change the rules on everybody and everybody freaks out. And, uh, I like it whenever you change the rules. Cause I, I'm able to adapt and adjust and overcome. And, uh, you know, so it's cool for me that like people scramble and this really shakes people up. I'm going to be good, man. You know, like I've, I've set myself up, uh, to where if something like this happens, I'm, I'll be good for, you know, I'll be good for a while. So it's like, good for you. I'm able to, yeah, I'm able to adapt and adjust and, uh, yeah, so we're we're in a we're in a good spot, man. I'm not really like I'm not really concerned. I like this because whenever we hit the ground running, mm-hmm. everybody's gonna be shook up. A lot of the small gyms, like if you're playing hobby, if this is a hobby to you right now, doing gym or fitness yeah. or any of that stuff, you're closing down. You know what I mean? Cool. Like you can't you can't keep the doors open anymore. So I'm gonna get a lot of that low hanging fruit. This will be a good thing mm-hmm. for me at the end. It sucks right now, but it'll be yeah. good towards the end. Yeah, man. I think the economy is going to boom after all this. I think people are, you know, businesses are going to have to reopen. They're going to have to hire people. People, a ton yeah. of people are going to get hired. You know, gyms are going to open again. Sports will be back. You know, so I think we'll we'll be okay. We're going to recover from all this. But- well, if I go to Target or wherever, I'm just looking for a reason to spend a stupid amount of money. Like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. What else I, you could you do? I mean? Like. Yeah, why not? Let me spend some money. What are you gonna buy if you go to Target? You're like, fuck it, I'm just gonna spend some money. What do you What are you going? To, what goes on we, in your head? We uh, we went the other day and we spent seven hundred and eighty five dollars. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell we bought. Uh, we bought a new vacuum cleaner, uh, one of the shark vacuums. <laughs> we walked out and, uh, and my wife hit me with the, like, let's stop by Target, and we ended up eight hundred dollars later. She's back here yelling. At oh, yeah, we saved far, 40. Sorry. We saved 40. Sorry. <laughs> now, let me ask you. Did you get toilet paper? Uh, I think oh, we're good on that. I don't yeah. know. She, my wife does all the shopping. And I don't, that hasn't really – I haven't heard that be a concern yet. That's awesome. Good. So, yeah, because uh, people, at least here in Florida, I'm, I'm in West Palm Beach, they're killing each other for toilet paper right now. It's been freaking crazy, I was just in, man. Uh, I was just in Jacksonville, like, even after all this happened. There was that last fight, that that pro fight card that happened in Jacksonville. I was there. And even, you know, being a part of that was crazy. It was a crazy experience. Was that, yeah, was I that bet, combat, man. Was that combat night? Uh, yeah, I think so. Combat I night, think yeah. so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Good friend of mine, Mitchell, runs combat night. Oh, it was good a good, guy. it was a good, uh, good organization. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Very so cool. I, I want to ask you, man, I mean, obviously this, this fight you had with Giles, bro, Stop. I want to, I want to know, I want to know, like, let, I want to start, I got to ask you this, man, but how did this come about for you? Like what happened on your end? Obviously the media says everything they say. I don't care about them. I care about you. What happened on your end? Uh, so on my end, I was sitting at lunch. This would have been Friday. No, Thursday. No. Friday. This would have been Friday. I was sitting at lunch. We're talking probably 1.30, 2 p.m. And it was like a – I had a rice bowl steak. I had a Coke, like a can of Coke I had. And uh, just literally just finished. And uh, Jason House, he, uh, he's part of the management team. He uh, gets a text and says uh, Arroyo is on his way to the hospital. You know, And they didn't say anything about him being out of the fight or whatever. 
they're like, you know, we got to talking at the table about, Hey, like, well, he's, if he's going to the hospital, he's out, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I was just like, in passing, I was like, I like, I, what I said was, is I'll fight that motherfucker. Like, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not afraid of that dude. And uh, he's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, they got, I mean, we got to talk numbers, but yeah, I'll fight him out. So, but, and I, I never in a million years thought this would go through. First of all, I didn't think they would let me, I didn't think the UFC would let me do it. Second of all, yeah. I didn't think like with the weigh-ins or whatever, I, I wasn't, you know, like I wasn't sure about that. So I was like, I'll fight him. He goes, dude, he's like, we may be able to make it happen. I was like, do your thing, whatever, you know? And anyway, so. We go and they're like, uh, so this is getting closer. This is starting to like work through the process. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, they accepted it on their end. Do you guys really want it? And I was like, yeah. I'll, I said, I'll fight the dude. I'll fight the dude. Like, I, yeah, I'll take it. So they already weighed in that morning, though. You know what I mean? Uh, so the, the, the weigh-ins were over. How many hours so, before? Well, they the weigh-ins were 9 to 11, and okay. this is 2. So oh, okay. do that math. 3, mm-hmm. three to 5 hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, – so we, we uh, I go back and they're, you know, they're like, hey, uh, I said, look, because the shuttle left for 3.30. It left at 3.30 to go uh, to the to the, the media weigh-ins, the okay. ceremonial weigh-ins. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, you guys need to figure this out. Uh, you guys need to figure this out before then, you know. And uh, I was like, because I'm not going to get riled up or whatever. And, and you know, it's not going to happen. So Mick calls and he says, look, you're in. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not in yet. You know what I mean? So you guys need to figure this out because I I wanted I wanted more money. Like that's right. the things like look if I'm gonna fight this dude this is this big motherfucker I'm not gonna fight this dude like he's double <laughs> my size yeah fight this big ass dude and uh I said we well, gotta figure out the money he's like you're in I'm like hell no I'm not in y'all, y'all need to figure out y'all need to figure out what the what the money is and, yeah. and I already had the number set in my head of what I wanted right. and uh, it wasn't anywhere they weren't trying to give me more money at first wow. they didn't want to pay me anymore I said well, I'm good then you know what I mean like I, yeah I didn't. I fly here to corner somebody. I'm not trying to lose a fight with no training, literally zero training camp. Yeah. And not to mention on Thursday, I trained for six hours on Thursday. I woke up sore as shit. Yeah. I was so sore. And uh, so anyway, uh, we we worked through it and they're like, hey, you got to go. You got to go to weigh-ins. And I'm like, I'm not going to weigh-ins. You guys aren't going to get me on this goddamn scale in front of all these people. Yeah. And then – you guys don't want to pay me anymore, and then I look like a punk for not taking the fight. That's not happening. So, uh, like I said, you need to figure it out by three thirty, or I'm not taking the fight. Three thirty rolls around, no call. And we're like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna assume I don't have the fight then. About three forty-five rolls around, and they say, they say, uh, okay, let's let's talk the money. That now they wanted to talk money, mm-hmm. and then like they went from no money to the amount I wanted. And I'm telling you, guys, it was a big difference. Like it was, it was a, it was a very large difference of, of gap. And in a matter of like 15 seconds, they went pop, 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 pop. And then they stopped right before, right before the number that I wanted. And uh, Jason looks at me and he goes, Hey, this is the number you wanted. I said, Nope, they got to go like this. Like guys, I'm fighting the dude twice my size right. on, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a big lightweight, but it, it just doesn't make sense for me to cut the weight anymore. Mm-hmm. I walk around and probably I was 92 yesterday. So, okay. uh, but I've been trained cause I trained for six hours on Thursday. I was 186.2. And, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so they got the number and they put me on a shuttle to weigh-ins. I literally weighed in. Like when you see me walk out for the ceremonial, I weighed in probably five or 10 minutes before that. Okay. And, uh, stepped on a scale, faced off and you guys seen the rest. Yeah, <clears throat> that was a war. Yeah, that was a I war. know. I know. I'm not happy about it. 
Did you get uh, an extra 50k for that fight or extra 100k I got a, or something? I got a I got a fight of the night bonus. Yeah, Dana 50K. said they uh, Dana said that he's gonna take care of me. I don't know what that means. He still yeah. hasn't yet because I mean I know yeah. he's got bigger stuff going on right now, but I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping he don't forget about me. He's buying an island. Maybe you can get a little spot for a week or something. You know? <laughs> I know, man. Family I'm trying vacation. to get I'm trying to get on the island fights. Let me get it on the island fights. <laughs> he's yeah. looking like he's having a good time out there. Yeah, that'd be rewarding. Yeah. I heard uh, yeah. Rose Namajunas just uh, backed out of her fight. Uh, I'm not sure injured or whatnot. So they're looking for a fighter um, for Jessica I'll fight Andras. Her. I'll fight her. What? <laughs> no, that's I, I seen Triple that. Triple C over here. Yeah, I seen that too, and I thought that was weird because she's not hurt or anything like that. You know, so I was curious. You know, what? Wonder, wonder why that is. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to speculate. Big fan sure. of Rose and 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 her husband um, um, Pat Berry. Yeah. Shout out to Pat Barry. Pat's a monster. I wish he would fight I more. Know. I wish he would kickbox. Me too. Yeah. He's a beast. You know what I mean? He's fun to watch. We're going to have Czech Congo on the show soon, James. Remember that fight Czech. with him and Pat? Yeah. Whoa. Yes. Probably, probably the craziest fight of all time, right? Like Amazing. The most Amazing. That round. Biggest comeback ever. Joe Rogan's going crazy. He's out. He's out. And yeah. say, he gets I mean, up he again. Like, what the fuck is going on? That has to, I mean, that has to be the greatest comeback of all time I have, in, in any combat sport, I have to think. Or at least wow. top three. Wow. It's up there. I mean, it was, yeah. maybe Anderson Silva, Shale Sonnen, fifth round. That was a good comeback. Yeah, that's up there, too. That's up there, too. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's know, it's just like the way too. Czech went down, got up, went down again. Like, he was out. He yeah. Was out. yeah. He was like the Undertaker, bro. That motherfucker just like got up. I'm like, <laughs> how? He just set up. Dude. <laughs> I'm he like, did, bro. Then, boom. It's like, oh. Dude, when he, he landed that was that left right, it was over, bro. Yeah, crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't really like, I don't get like super hype very often. Like, of course I get hype, but like, I don't jump out of my seat very often. And there's two fights that I can think of that I was like, oh, like a cat, like yeah. grabbing. And it was that fight. And then when Connor knocked out Aldo, those are the two fights that, like, you know, it's just bro. craziness. So like, you didn't think that was going to happen like that. Right. You know, I think that was actually a proper 12 knockout, not 13. If you look at it, it was 12 seconds. I'm okay, I see what you did there. I see what you Con- Is Connor sending you royalties, bro? Bring it out. Bring it out, Chris. Bring I do it out. Okay. signed a bottle of proper 12. It's, it's empty, though. It's, it's empty, good. James. It's you that's good. That's good. That's did you drink easy. it? That's the question. No, me, um, Team SBG, Artem Loboff, David Jones, Dosbrak, we drank it after Artem's win over Paulie Magliani. Mm. Malignani? Is that how you say it? Malinaji. Malinaji. Malinaji, yeah. We drank that. Which up. is crazy that he won that fight, too. Like, you wouldn't think that one of the world-class boxers, you know, it's just a different sport. That's what people yeah, don't yeah. understand is, is the bare knuckle is not boxing. It's, no. it's different. I want it's to ask different. you about that, uh, Mr. James mm. Krause. What do you think about yeah, the bare knuckle fighting championship? What are your thoughts? Oh, I'm a huge fan of it. I love it. I mean, it depends on what layer you're asking, Matt. <laughs> there's a fan, there's a coach, and there's a fighter. As a fan, I love it. Like, I love <laughs> watching it. I'm all about it. Uh as a coach and as a fighter, I'm all out. I don't want nothing to do with it. I don't want my guys to have anything to do with it. They're not paying those dudes enough. You might as well, you might as well start the fight with a cut over your eyebrow and a broken hand. Like it, yeah. it's just so. So for me, where and I hate to say this because I feel like I'm talking bad about these guys. I'm not. But for me, that's a place where older fighters are going to or or fighter. It's like a it's like an interim. So it's like it's not quite UFC Bellator, but it's also not regional. So it's like it's a place where those guys can go to grab a, a paycheck that's bigger than a regional scene, but not as good as the UFC. 
And uh, and I'm not saying that's the case for all of them. Don't you know? I know somebody mm. on here is going to take what I'm saying out of context. That's not what I'm getting at. Because there's talent there. There's mm. real talent there. But is <clears throat> is anybody with maybe the exception of Artem has anybody said, "Hey, I would rather be in bare knuckle over UFC or over Bellator mm. or over mm. professional boxing, you know, right. WBC or whatever it is." I just don't see that happening. Uh, and why the hell would you want to get in one of those fights like that? You know, like dude, you're you got to get fucked up out of those you know what i mean i don't want no part look my my hands are already destroyed it's like this all the time like it's like a mace mm-hmm. i don't want no part of that you know what i mean like i'm out it's i love it's watching brutal. it though yeah. i love watching it what was your signed, uh, uh shannon briggs right yeah shannon yeah briggs he's gonna we actually somebody we Damn. broke that on the on the last episode last week we had uh bkfc president yeah, dave I feldman on that. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna he's gonna decimate some they're you know who they're gonna get for him? I can see it. they're gonna yeah. get Bigfoot Silver for him. Ooh. Or, what about I, 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 that's just what my guess. Gonzaga? I don't know that. What about Gonzaga? Or Gonzaga. Yeah. One the, he was the second choice. Man, I could he, see yeah. Gonzaga having that. Silva didn't have a good fight with uh Gonzaga. No, I can see Gonzaga doing okay just because the clinch and stuff like that. He understands he understands how to grapple a little bit more, but dude, mm-hmm. if Briggs hits you, bro, like at least Even, with Malinaji coming from a professional boxing background he was never known to knock people out he's a right. volume puncher right you know what i mean so so artem just artem i, I think malinaji got hit a couple times and got clinched up and got roughed up a little bit and then his whole demeanor changed and he broke his but, hand too he couldn't he could only throw with the i think he was only throwing with his jab he couldn't he couldn't do anything that makes else sense. that yeah. makes it well and you're going to man like it, yeah. there's no you know that's bone on bone that's a tough dude that's a t- that's a tough way to make a living man i'm out on that I'll go back to sales. Or some <laughs> shit. I ain't for that. Hell no. As a Hell as no. a fan, what was your favorite bare knuckle fight that you watched? Uh, you know, uh, I, that was that fight wasn't uh, wasn't very good. But like, the, what I love about bare knuckle is there's still a really big question mark. You know, and mm-hmm. so for me, like, I was really intrigued by that fight. That's obviously wasn't the best fight, but like, I was really intrigued of like, okay, good uh, UFC fighter, good. Uh, boxer how does that because right. it's not boxing they call right. it bare knuckle boxing it's not boxing it's different uh but but my favorite fight would probably be uh but jason knight and and artem that was oh, a yeah. good one yeah it was a bloodbath uh, yeah i mean man. you can't golly you know how i love watching on there is uh dakota cochran man he's fun to watch dakota. he's a midwest no. guy yeah he's but he's 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 making a name for himself beating up some some <clears throat> ufc vets on there he's doing great I think yeah. he's watching the show right now. I think he's on the show. He's doing comments right now, Dakota. Dakota's a good dude. Yeah, he's so. he's a oh, good guy. Oh, man, I wish man. I'd have known that. I wouldn't have said anything good about him. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Dakota, where you at? <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, I chatted with him briefly yesterday because I'm doing a bare knuckle. I usually do a bare knuckle prediction show before the pay-per-view. But yeah. uh, they're obviously, we're going to do it anyway. Who cares? We'll have some fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dakota was on the last one, and I felt bad because he, he had a fight coming up. They all went to Kansas. And then at yeah. the last minute, they pulled the hook on it. So yeah, yeah, we were in Kansas, James. We just flew into uh, Tampa to Denver to Kansas. As soon as I landed in Kansas, um, the boss, uh, Mr. Feldman's, like, you know, it was Kansas. Nah. So we had to get in a car and drive 21 hours home from Kansas to Tampa. Oh, but we made it home oh. safe. <laughs> Call me next time. I'm not too far. I, that was which. Uh, that's about three and a half hours from me. Wichita. There's not much in Wichita. I figured out. It's like a couple bars and stuff. No. No, no, there's not much in Wichita at all. So let's get back to that fight. So yes, please. You and Giles. So what I want to know with you and uh, with Giles is now we're 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 past you know 
getting the fight set up. We got your the number that you were looking for, and now it's time yep. to step into the ring. Oh, we got a uh, another guest popping on real quick, Mister Doctor, Doctor, the Doctor what? himself. Hold on a second, Doctor Bo. Doctor Bo, what's going on, gentlemen? What's up, Doctor Bo? Uh, living the dream, man. Working for the weekend. What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, uh, your, your beard looks good, man. It's growing more, I see. It's getting a little thicker. Yeah, all the yeah. barbershops are closed, so, you know. Yeah. We're going to come out of this looking down. homeless after this quarantine's over. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it's nuts, man. I got Mr. James Krause here in the in the uh, the podcast as well. What's up? What's up? How's it going? How's it going, Bo? Good, man. Didn't mean to interrupt. I was listening. No, you're, you're not good. interrupting. You're a part of the show. That's oh, it. Oh, man. We were actually Pressure's just on. talking about uh, Krause's recent fight. That he stepped up in weight, and uh, so I wanted to ask you, James. You know, now we're getting into we're, we're getting ready to go. We're getting into the octagon. So, what's going yeah. on in your head before the announcements? I mean, at that point, you know what I mean. At that point, you're in. It's just like every other fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it's what sucks is like I was in. I mean, I was in good. I stay in good shape. You know what I mean? But good shape and fight shape are not the same. You know. And another thing that sucks is. Like with my style, my style requires uh, high volume. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to fight it another way. You know what I mean? Like it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I gotta press forward the whole time. Um, so that I knew that I wouldn't, I knew that I wasn't gonna be able to throw out the volume that I typically would prefer. Uh, so when we get in there and we start fighting, one of the things that I really was looking forward to was like if I'm fighting at middleweight like the hand speed would be different. Right. So I was like, cause I'm, I'm hard to hit clean. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm hard to hit. I'm, I'm hard to hit clean. And I was, I was hoping that his hand speed would be slow enough. I knew he was going to hit hard and I knew he was going to have heavy limbs. Uh, but I was hoping his hand speed would be slow. I was fucking wrong. He was fast. He was really uh, fast. Wow. He was, and I don't think he's a middleweight either. Like he's yeah. a, I don't know, man. He he got big. The, the time from Wayans when we when I stepped uh, stepped across from him at Wayans, even in the evening, I didn't feel like he was that much bigger than me. And then the next day, I see him. Yeah. His ass and legs doubled in size. Holy shit! And sh- yeah, his he had a huge ass on him. Just <laughs> massive. Just an athlete. Just an athlete. And yeah. as soon as he started throwing punches, I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like I knew, I knew that his hand speed was going to be cuz that's my thing it's like I can I can deal with the I can deal with the power it's the speed that I was worried about and he was fast and uh, anyway and even like I got him down in the first which I know I know one of the next questions coming is how I lost the first round mm-hmm. Ugh, don't I got PTSD from this fight so this is Yeah that was crazy man that was crazy I was yeah, I was yeah. like in the fourth row and we were when we heard the cards and we looked uh, them up and we were like what in the hell are they watching out there man yeah, I don't know how you ride somebody's back for four minutes and you lose that round. Uh, I, beside, you know, that's beside me. And the guy, what's crazy is the guy, obviously, I don't know if you guys heard the backstory. The guy comes from his yeah. gym, is a black belt under his coach. We'll brush that to the side. Hmm. But the dude that, uh, that dude that gave him the first round gave me the third round. Hmm. So it's like, if you give me the first round, which I for sure won, then I won the fight, you know? So it's it sucks. Because it's just, ugh, you know what I mean? Like, especially all things considered, like the the deck that was stacked against me just to go in there, just fighting at the high level, fighting yeah. at middleweight, yeah. uh, me fighting at welterweight. I'm not a huge welterweight. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a big welterweight. Uh, but fighting at welterweight, fighting on 18 hours notice or whatever it was, you know, no training camp, uh, training 
six hours on Thursday, the mm-hmm. day before. And then, then I, now I got to fight the judges too. Is this, uh, I don't like to bitch and complain, but damn, man, it made it really hard. To, it made it really hard <laughs> to win that fight, you know? So, Dr. Bo, you were there. So, what were your uh, what was your take on that fight? Yeah, that was a gangster move, man. We were all pretty stoked about it. Uh, <laughs> they stole the stole the show. It was funny because at first, you know, the crowd obviously that guy was a hometown boy. They were yeah, they were yeah. cheering for him. But as the, as the fight went on, and then you had you know the guy stepping up and wait and 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 putting on a hell of a fight and, and making him miss. Man, you could just feel the the crowd start to turn and start to cheer for James. And it was a really cool moment, man. It reminded me of the last time I was in Houston for like. Uh, the Diego Sanchez, uh, Gilbert Melendez fight. You can just feel the crowd just start to elevate and escalate. And they're like, I mean, we're seeing something special here. And uh, that's one of those really cool circumstances where you, you really uh, connect with a fan base and, and people really realize how gangster uh, some of these fighters are, that they're willing to step into just crazy circumstances. And then even more circumstances, like he was saying, that he didn't know about. It was hard enough. He said, let me step in, fight this guy. He's yeah. a hell of an athlete. Oh, and by the way, look that the judges, you know, trained out of this guy's coach's gym. Yeah. Um, and there's, the, you know, there's certainly some level of conflict of interest there that, you know, unfortunately with the the budgets that the state commissions have, yeah. um, you're going to see some some funky stuff like that because they just don't have the resources, you know, to really, because it's like a background yeah. check, right? Like, you know, when I, I did the, uh, I was a fight doc for the one here in Albuquerque in 2014, and that was eight hours and we got $600 for that. No, no water breaks, no food breaks. You know, so for me, that's like a pay cut. So, you know, the judges aren't making hardly anything. The refs aren't making hardly anything. And the commissioners are definitely not making anything. So um, you get what you pay for, unfortunately. So this big $4 billion company uh, can't do a little background check on the athletic commission. It's, uh, you know, there's some questions to be asked there. Mm. So as you, uh, so let me ask you this. Um, I'm just curious, but as a chiropractor, were you? Is there other medicine that you studied as well? How did you get to be a uh, a doctor, uh, serve as a doctor? Uh, so I'm a napropath. So I'm a doctor of okay. napropathy. So we're licensed under the medical board in New Mexico and Illinois. Cool. So in New Mexico, we're considered physicians. Okay. So I've done uh, I've done UFC Legacy, um, Bellator. I've done a lot of them uh, mm-hmm. here here in New Mexico, but only in New Mexico. Gotcha. That's pretty awesome, man. How how's that experience for you serving as a uh, as a ringside doctor? It depends. It's really stressful sometimes. Like the okay. UFC one, they're pretty well staffed. You know, I think we had eight docs for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have four at the cage and, and at least three or four on the back, including Davidson. So unfortunately, somebody like me, so I don't do stitching or staples. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm only really allowed to check concussions and orthopedic testing afterwards. So in some circumstances, having somebody like me is a little bit of a detriment because if you've got three guys that need to get stitched or stapled, all of a sudden you don't have somebody manning the cage. Um, so it just sort of depends. Like with uh, like Legacy, for example, we only had two docs, period. So you have one, you've got to have both at cage mm-hmm. side, and then you've got to do a post-fight physical, and then you're making decisions um, and typically we're at a, uh, a reservation or a casino. Okay. So like we're at least 40 miles from a hospital, right? So you've got to make a decision on somebody gets knocked out cold. Are you sending them to the hospital in an ambulance? And the commission's kind of pushing on you to not do that, right? Okay. Cause every time they do that, they've got to incur the cost and then they want to do a drug test. So I've got a fighter. He's knocked out, KO'd cold, doesn't know where he is. Pupils are, are, you know, completely narrow, and I need to load him into an ambulance, right? But they're like, hey, this fight will not count if he doesn't pee in the cup first. 
and I'm like, the guy can't pee right now. His his He's pulse rate, yeah. His pulse rate's 190. Like I'm scared he might have a you know a subdural hematoma or, or something like that. We need yeah. to send him to get a CT just to make sure. And now you're under the gun. Like you have to make a life or death decision. And in you know typically they don't like the decisions we make because we're always going to err on the side of caution. So right. if I have even one glimmer of a doubt, they're going in the ambulance. But then sometimes the fighters don't want to go, you know, and you can't make somebody, um, at least on those cards. You know, the UFC can push pretty hard on their fighters. Um, but what is Legacy FC or, or uh, you know, some of those smaller organizations going to do? Um, so it can be really, you know, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of stress for very little money. Um, and I won't do it again, actually. You know, I, I've already told them I'm not really interested. I, you know, I don't want to. And, and they don't take it seriously, honestly. Like they're, you know, you've heard the, the story about Rogan talking about somebody playing on their phone, you know, firsthand account at some of the smaller shows, not the legacy show, but the guy, the head doctor, who's a plastic surgeon, who's next to me is reading a book during the fight. What? Yeah. He's got a, he's got a little, he's texting his girlfriend or something. Hey and, man, I'm, uh, not, I'm even for that though. Like they don't, I mean, he's not really needed to, unless somebody gets knocked out. Right. Like at least well, the damn, like if, if you're going to be a judge, like you better watch the damn fight. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but but also the doctor needs to know what's happening, what caused it, sure. right? Mm -hmm. So if, if you didn't see the angle, if you didn't see the way he fell, you don't know if you have a contra crew injury or he's concussed or if it was a you know a neck injury or something like that. And and mm -hmm. and then the post fight physical looks like, hey, did you feel good? All right, see you later. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um. So it you know, and that's the name of the game with the lower leagues. You know, there's there's not a lot of physical going on. The mm -hmm. medicals aren't very high level. Now there's some other discussions to be had whether you know UFC fighters are paying for their own medicals, which you can probably attest to. Um, not having health insurance, um, you know, holding on to injuries and hiding them until after the fight so that you can get them taken care of in that 30-day window post-fight. <laughs> I know so many people that have done that. I know yeah. so many people that have done that. Yeah, um, and being an independent contractor that can't be an independent contractor. Uh, for other organizations and that is required to wear a uniform and required to check in and uh, have you sought a testing. None of those things that are independent contractor mm -hmm. uh, related. But the thing is, is you're talking about a legal juggernaut. And when you have the UFC, you know, and, and the law team that they have, there's very little chance of beating them in court, unfortunately. Hmm. Preach. Yeah. Let's wow. go. <laughs> this is good information, man. This is really good information. Uh, so one of the one of our uh, viewers, they, uh, they said, why don't they piss test before the fight? um that costs money yeah okay that costs money you gotta do it with everybody yep hmm. um and man, they're basically just they're just trying to put obstacles up in front to i mean man that's that's what he's saying is like what's so uh what's so wrong with the sport with the with the judges like there's no funding from the state i get i get the the, the funding and stuff but right. man just that right there is all they're doing with that is they're trying to get it to where like they're trying to get that guy because they know he can't piss right now, so they're trying to get it to where he stays and they don't doesn't cost the ER trip. Like so, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's just bullshit. They're trying to they're trying mm -hmm. to just put hurdles in front that you have to overcome because this right. guy doesn't want to. He doesn't want if he just want to fight, he doesn't want to lose the fight. You know what I mean? Or yeah, the right. no contest because he didn't piss. Like dude, it's right. ridiculous. That that stuff is ridiculous, man. Yeah. yeah. So there's about, you know there, there's a lot of uh, ethical issues and you know we, we just saw yesterday the the council on boxing commission um, you know made a pretty clear statement that they are not in support and and I understand that they're a public agency and they have to say the right things mm -hmm. but they're they're certainly against you know what is happening with 
uh, going around all commissions because they're essentially, in my opinion, I think the UFC needs to pick something. Either you're going to be the commission and you're going to handle those things and there needs to be some collective bargaining with both fighters and management, um, or you need to be uh, completely up to the commissions depending on the states. And maybe they just pick two states and stop touring around, you know, different states where you don't know what's happening. You don't know who you're dealing with. You say, okay, we're going to listen to California and Nevada because they have the most experience here. And we're not going to go do shows in North Dakota and Montpelier and, you know, all these other places. And, and frankly, it would be a better deal for the UFC. They don't have to move everything. They don't have to take right. the vans, you know, move the entire rig and, and, and all the staff that works for the UFC that they've got to fly across the country. Um, you know, I know they want to bring the experiences to the fans, but in a lot of ways, the fighters suffer for it because they don't know what commission rules are going to be. And, and the rules are different in every state too. I mean, Texas, right. you know, we, yeah. we talked, that was talked about a lot after the fight that they haven't adopted the new scoring system. Um, yeah. You know, some states so, don't haven't adopted the knee rules and, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of times where there's a lot of confusion with the fighters and the managers and the coaches on what's what. Mm -hmm. um, so you train your whole camp assuming a certain set of rules and then you get there and you're like oh by the way we don't score it like that and now mm -hmm. you've got to change your entire game plan yeah, you know just so, <laughs> yeah just kidding <laughs> so it's like uh, you know the, the, I think you need to pick one whatever it's going to be like listen mm -hmm. we're based out of Nevada we are going to make sure everything is clear and transparent everybody knows what they're dealing with mm -hmm. or you know like have the UFC actually manage it um, what do you guys think of the uh in Kansas, the, uh, the open scoring. What do you guys think about that? Oh, man. From Look, and this is the only sport in the world where you don't know the damn score, right? If Imagine if you're watching the NBA game. That goes mm. on over the course of, let's call it, three or four hours, right? There's no way you're going to keep track of the score the whole time. So imagine at the end of the game you're trying to watch and trying to figure out who won that game. You have no idea. Like, it's ridiculous. You have no idea. So – from a fighter perspective, like, look, okay, cool. You don't, and look, I understand there's 50 different commissions and you have to change the rules. All those, this goes back to what you were saying, Bo is like, you have to play the game with the commissions, or if you just went with your own commission, you wouldn't have mm. to deal with this, but we'll play the game the way it is right now. Okay. So 50 commissions, you're not going to change 50 different commissions decisions mm. like that. It takes time. And then you can't, it has to happen all at once because you can't go one place and it'd be one way in the other place, and it'd be the other way. Okay, cool. If you're not going to change that, then at least tell me if I'm winning or losing. Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like, at least tell yeah. me if I'm winning the damn game or not. So it's like a double-edged sword, and right? more accountability. Like, imagine imagine in my yeah. fight, at the end of that, they go open scoring, and they say Judge Joe Solis scored that round for Trevin Giles. Everybody's like, what? How? You know what I mean? Like, there's some yeah. accountability on that as and well. And here's his email address. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Blow this dude up. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, double-edged sword, right? I mean, if you're winning the fight and you know you're winning the fight, you're going to coast. Fans may get pissed, you know? Uh, but it's going to obviously force your yeah, opponent. For, you got, if I'm losing the fight, I got to go after him. You got to you know go after mean? him, like, yeah. I, I, this yeah. dude's locked in a 30-foot cage with me. He can't go that far. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm, I'm, bringing the, I'm bringing the fight to him. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I get, I get what it boils down to hmm. is it boils down to that last – 30 seconds where they're announcing who wins and who loses that's what yeah. it's about it's right. because like there's no there's no uh unfortunately if you look at like the nba or 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 nfl like if they throw a hail mary and they're down by 40 it's still and they score a touchdown it still doesn't matter right in our game if you throw a hail mary and you score the game the fight's over yeah right yeah. so like 
the which is great but if you're down by 40 it's you know what i mean like you don't there's it's it's just so it's so fucking ridiculous me and how they how they do that because they just want the anticipation of being able to surprise everyone on who wins and who loses because you don't know that's right. all it boils down to yeah it's like hollywood you know they just it's that yeah. dramatic factor it at the end that drama yeah See, I've got I've got two thoughts on it. So obviously there's the perspective from the fighter, which obviously I'm not, and there's a perspective from a fan, which I am. Um, and the we can look at two different examples, I think, right off the bat. So like college wrestling, here's a good example. The Brock Lesnar championship match in 2000. Uh, he was up 2-0 on escapes. He was wrestling a dude from Iowa. And basically they aggressively penalized him for stalling. So if somebody is up and they know they're up and then the fighter is aggressively stalling, then the ref could take a point or take two points um, to make sure that we keep some level of action. So that's one interesting part. Because if you look well, at that I think fight, the yellow card, like the old rules, I think we should change the rules all around. Right. We all know that's not happening anytime soon, though, right? right. Like, like I like the yellow card, which is what you're si- essentially saying. Right. Is like, bring out a yellow card, take 20% of their purse. I guarantee that shit will stop. Yeah, true. So, like, in that really match, cool. for example, he ended up losing two points last minute and went to overtime and went to riding time. So it's it probably in in a bubble if it wasn't near the end of a national championship match, no way would somebody have been penalized those stall points that quickly. So then you look at the boxing match. I'm thinking of Canelo and Austin Trout, and I think that fight was in San Antonio, and that was an open scoring system. So it was uh, many people thought that Trout was actually winning through eight rounds, but when the cards came out, it was like seven to one. And so then Canelo basically scrambled the last four rounds and made it really boring. And and if you look at their fighting styles, Trout's a boxer. He's a precision guy. He's not a knockout guy. Mm-hmm. So if it was the other way, you would have seen more action. Canelo going for the finish because he's a finisher. Right. So that from a from a fan perspective, that particular fight was was bad. Mm-hmm. Now, but boxing, you know, it, it's it's a lot harder to get that hail mary than it is in MMA. There's a lot more tools in the toolkit. So right. uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's smart to try it out in a couple states and let's see how it works you know um, X, yeah. what about x fighters as judges yeah i don't know it's, i don't know it's hard to the problem i mean i like it the problem with it is is they're all going to have an affiliation with somebody right i get that i get that that's the problem yeah. but yeah. i would rather have somebody with a slight affiliation with somebody man i think it boils down to accountability and there has to be consequence there has that's what i'm saying the and and even at a lower level because mm-hmm. The higher the like, I feel like at the UFC level, the guys are like, oh, they're they're celebritized as a judge. Like, I'm judging for the UFC tonight, so I gotta I gotta be yeah. on my shit. At a lower level, like even some of like some of the guys that I have fighting that are like, let's say they're one win away from going on contender series and changing their life. Like, there is no consequence if you fuck up a decision. They they get paid the same, yeah. and they go home and they don't lose a minute of sleep that night, right? Like it's like what I say is final. Like, and that's how, and dude, that, that's, it's so ridiculously hard to overturn something that should be, that should be like thrown out. Like if there's legitimate like evidence and the problem is they won't because the commission has to back their, their guy. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So it's just, it's absurd how the system is in uh, there has to be some kind of uh, change uh, from all this you know what i mean it, it's absurd. you know what i it really is. You, you know what i'd like to see and, and call me crazy and maybe because i'm a baseball fan but you know how like they have the instant replay rule and they call new york and they got a phone in if they had somebody that was like in the press box somewhere that was just watching it on screen not live and you know that that's like that you make that call like hey you know do you see a lot it the of same way the judging are you saying the judging should be like that yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree, hundred percent. Like just like a set of sky, a set of like eyes in the sky. You know, like the, hey, you know what? Let's check the booth real quick before we make this final decision. You know, or or you could do you could do five judges, three live, two two booth or whatever. Yeah. Because I'm telling you right now, like I score a fight. Uh, I see this uh, with myself a lot. I score a fight differently. Uh, like when I was watching Volkanovski and uh, mm. Holloway, my I was texting my uh, my student Grant Dawson. He's in the UFC too. And he's saying, dude, Volkanovski's up. This, and I'm like, man, when Volkanovski blasts him, you don't hear anything. But when Max touches him, the crowd goes crazy. Yeah. So I personally thought the judges, I had it for Volkanovski, 4-1. But I, I thought that they, they were going to score it way closer than they mm -hmm. did. And you've seen that happen. You know what I mean? Where you watch a fight live, it's way different than on TV. So then you got to figure out, do you want to score it live or do you want to score it on a screen? You know, and, mm -hmm. that, and that's which one's the better look. Sure. True. And it depends, like, like for example, uh, the judges don't get to see those replays really at the end of the round because they don't have, like, uh, you know, replay monitors. And, like, for, for same card, right? So the Jones-Reyes mm -hmm. card. In the arena, they showed the highlights of the second round mm -hmm. where they had a lot of, like, left hooks landed for Jones. And, and I bought the pay-per-view, and they didn't show that on the pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of those contentious rounds. And then, like he's saying, some fighters are more fan favorite, and then some fighters are so yeah. dominant that if anything's even close on them, it sways people. You get a sympathy round. Yeah. You get a, so, like if you blow somebody out the first round and then it's a close round, they'll give it to the other guy the next round. Right. Because you blew so out like, the water uh, the first like, round. Like Connor Khabib, right? Everybody scored that third round for Connor, but that was pretty close to a 10-10. I mean, it was a sympathy round. Yeah. Yeah. So Thank I mean, you. was, was that you, the same? Was that the same as somebody mounting somebody and, and slamming ground and pound for four minutes on them? So it seems to me like if. Um, if we would really adhere to 10-10 rounds and 10-8 rounds, I think that would go a long way. You know, you'd never see it. But, like, if it's close and, and you don't really have somebody one way or another, why don't we score it a 10-10? 10-10, yep. Yeah. 10-10, 100% agree. 100% agree. Like 10-9 is not a 10-9. It's not a 10-9. Yeah. You know, yeah. a, a dominant round with ground and pound and submission attempts where, you know, you, you've completely controlled the action. You've damaged them. You've put them in danger. How is that the same as out jabbing somebody by two shots? You know, yep. especially the rounds where they're feeling each other out and they're like, just you know, like, and there's nothing there. You got to pick a winner. It's like, like nobody uh, won that round. Yeah. The style bender Yoel fight. Like nobody, you know, there, nobody those won rounds where it's round. like yeah. eight, eight, six or seven, five, you know, like, so, yeah. oh, he landed yeah. one heavier leg kick that round, you know, it can in literally a normal... be 30, 27 either way. You know what I mean? Right. Or 50, 45 either way. You know what I mean? Like, that's when, why it's like, I when those should be 10, 10 rounds, off. you know? Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. So that yeah, that uh, really dilutes rounds like like James' first round in that other fight where he, he didn't even win it. But I mean that should have been, if not ten nine ten eight, if the round where he won in the third, which was very controversial, is a ten ten. If you, if you have to think about it, if you don't know, it should be a ten ten. Yeah. And I thought good. I won that one too. Damn it! I thought you won it too, actually. Thanks. Yeah, I've become a fan favorite that way. Doctor Bo, though, uh, you've been uh, beating up on Yoel Romero, bro. <laughs> What's up with that, man? Look at this. <laughs> yeah, back to the hotel room, man. Things man. get a little freaky. <laughs> he said he was going to see me soon, boy, and he did. How, how long after the fight did he see you? <laughs> uh, I, I just saw him briefly in the hotel afterwards. This was like maybe five weeks before the fight. This was actually this was actually in Houston. This is a James fight. Um, you know, he just wanted to tune up. So, and I didn't realize like a lot of people don't know this about Yoel, but he. He, like 15 years ago, he was doing a backflip and he completely fractured his C4, blew, blew it to pieces. 
So he's actually fused from like C3 to C6 in his spine. So his spine, it's got rods in it. It doesn't move. Wow. I just found out I have a, I have a neck thing going on right now too. I just found out I went to the doctor the other day in order to do MRI. They need to do an x-ray. I just found out I have, a, I had at some point I had broken my neck. I have no idea when. Oh. <laughs> I was like, hey, did like, you know you broke your neck? You're like, no, yeah, no. No. I didn't, but I, it makes sense. <laughs> I, I see it now. I see it now. Yeah, hey, Dr. Funny, Bo, man. do me a favor. I shared that video from your, your YouTube, so don't uh, red flag me, please. No. You're going to get a copy strike, Brad. Content <laughs> IDing that. Give me the money. Done. <laughs> Pay me now. Where's hey, the money, uh, Lebowski? Give me the money, Lebowski. Show me the money. 1010. Not a bad idea, really. Best that I've heard from. Uh, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing your name, Kaylee. Exercise. Well, and, and, and it does exist. Judges just functionally don't use them. Mm -hmm. They refuse. So, yeah. you know, the commission or the UFC or somebody would have to force that implementation. And, and again, going back to what we we're talking about, that's a boxing scoring system. No. So I think I think maybe even from a better perspective, say every round starts out 7-7. Seven, seven, and then once you've done enough things, you get another point, right? You, you mm -hmm. land a knockdown, you get a point. Uh, you, you win the grappling exchange, you get a point. You know, some, mm -hmm. some way where there's more objective scoring would be more effective. Mm -hmm. I think that changed the game of the fight too. I think that's a pretty interesting concept. It's tough because like, yeah. let's say like, I, and I'm like this, I'm more of a volume guy. So like, like let's say I hit somebody eight times with a jab that doesn't do much, but then they hit me hard one time. You know, what is the, what is the equation of that? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and, and, and we probably where, should have a formula, right? Like, well, it's hard. I don't think you can ever, that's like, that's like replacing drones with, uh, with humans. You know what I mean? Like the, <laughs> yeah. it, there's, it's great, but then there are some situations huh. where intuition uh, supersedes all. Sure. You know, so like, well, you gotta like, find um, that. You gotta find many that judges, many judges score knockdowns very heavily in 10, eight rounds, right? Very few judges score submission attempts as 10, eight rounds. So, yeah. you know, having the boxing bias is, is pretty clear. And then oftentimes they can't really tell when it's live, if it's a slip or not, you know, and that's, that's tricky too. Or take down defense. Like that's another thing. Like nobody gets scored positively for defending a takedown. If right. they like they score, they score the actual takedown so heavy. But if I stopped six on the way to that one, like I should get something. You know right. what I mean? Like like that. It's it's crazy, man. It's it's so. Oh, it's it's so weird how they do it. And there's no like set rules, but it's just kind of like been like molded to this way. This is the way you do it now. You right. Know? It's weird. And, and as the game has evolved, it's been interesting to see like some of the changes too. Like, you know, when you go back to the nineties when BJJ was the dominant force, everybody was like, Oh shit, like all these ground and pound guys are now getting submitted all of a sudden. Um and the scoring was obviously not the same back then either. And then as the game evolved, you saw a change, right? You saw some Muay Thai guys. And then all of a sudden you saw the era of the wrestle boxer where the D1 guys that learned how to throw a big left or a big right became dominant. Well, then what happens? And we got guys that throw leg kicks. And then you've got guys that are now getting better head movement. So as the game evolves, you're not seeing the scoring really evolve. Right, and so right. you still have this That's very That's the same scoring we started with. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous, man. It's absurd. You got to get me riled up. You got to get me riled up. Hey, well, <laughs> hey, hey, James, let me ask you this. So – you had this this amazing fight. Uh, you, I mean, you are revered by the fans right now. I mean, I've seen so much on social media, the respect people have for you. You're a fan favorite for sure, man. Now, you took the fight short notice. You went up in weight to have this fight, close fight. Would you consider a rematch on proper training? Oh, if I could pick my next fight, I would fight him again with a, at middleweight yeah. with, a, with a full camp. 
That would be my if I could pick my next fight. That would be who I would fight with a full camp. A thousand percent. That dude, he's not better than me. He's not better than me in any in any. Like, tell me in that fight what he did better than me. Come on, let's be real. I fought that dude off the couch. Come on, guys. Like, come be real. And I'm not I'm not a shit talking. Like, I'm I'm just I'm spitting facts. I got off the goddamn couch, fought that dude, went up a weight class after I just went up another weight class. No, tra- zero, none, zero training, none. And who was more tired at the end of that? I was pushing the pace in the third, not him. True. I was True. pushing hard in the third, not him. Like gangster, man, I'll, gangster I'll fight that dude. Give uh, me two weeks and I'll fight that dude. I'd like to see it again. Oh, I'd love I want to see it again. I bet I would love to see it. that fight Run again. It back. I bet he won't. I bet he won't. <laughs> I wouldn't if I was him. I'm gonna put this clip would, out on social you? media. Let's see if he, if he wants a rematch. Worth it's worth a shot. And but the in the what the, what sucks about it is the <laughs> UFC won't do it either though. Like Dana came to me right. like I bet you regret doing that. I was like I don't regret it at all. What are you talking about? Like <laughs> no, I like I thought I won the damn fight. What do you mean I thought I thought I regret? I, I no. <laughs> so the you question I mean? is, are you gonna go to the Fight Island? Oh, I'll get, hell yeah! I'll go. <laughs> hell yeah! I'll go. I, hell yeah! I want to go too, man. <laughs> uh, I'm in, bro. I'm in. So, I'm, so what? Are, I, I, what, what rumors have you guys heard? I've heard that uh, Tony Robbins might have an island, and that might be because he's apparently one of the investors. Is that yeah, a rumor you guys have heard? I heard that. Uh, I haven't heard the island part. I, I know where I know where the fights are taking place in the states, but I mm-hmm. haven't heard where the island is. The fight island. <laughs> yeah, I have no no clue where this. That's kind of cool, is. man. If I was a fighter, I feel like I would have to get one in on the fight island just to say that I did it. Uh oh, I'm down with the plot of Mortal Kombat. Big Pop right? is back in. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? What's up, How y'all? Doing? What's up, Doctor Bo? What are you doing, buddy? All right, hey, man. I just got done with work, man. I'm not in quarantine. What's in the background? What's in the background? Uh, Jackson Wink. Oh, okay, cool. Very cool, man. We're in Greg what's Jackson's office. He's got a. Uh, hey. He's got all his favorite leaders here. We got uh, Genghis Khan, Abe Lincoln, George Washington, and Ernest Shackleton. Very cool. Map of yeah, Rome. Dude. Yeah. Check out uh, this Dr. Is where Bo all the, in action, uh, This is where man. all the film study goes down, man. So, Dr. The- Bo, tell me about these lovely ladies that you've uh, been helping out here. <laughs> uh, the, the, the gentlemen on YouTube watch a lot of them, and they make me a lot of money. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Man, somebody, somebody else is in here. Hold on a second. What? Let me. Uh, hold on a second. Somebody just popped in. Who is this? Is that? Oh, that's Platinum. What? Mike. <laughs> Mike hey. Perry. What's up, Mike Yo. Perry? Cool, Hello. What's man? up? Yo, I forgot that I was waiting for eight thirty, and it's almost eight o'clock here. But I'm an hour behind Florida. My bad. What's up, James Krause and Dr. Bo? I can't hear what you're saying. What's going on, fellas? What's up, my long lost twin brother? How you doing? The beard's looking terrible, bro. Get rid of that shit. Hey, man, the barbers are closed, man. Just shave it off, man. The five o'clock shadow is where it's at. Is that what you did? Krause does his own little goatee over there, I'm sure of it. I thought you were just trying to change your look when you were running from the police after you're smoking people on the boardwalk, bro. <laughs> no, man, that's old, man. That's man, old. Running from the police. That's I'm old stuff, man. Why are you talking? Why are you gonna bring up old stuff? <laughs> yeah, right. How you guys doing? What y'all talking about? We're talking about scoring. Uh, James getting screwed over by the judges. Bro, I can't hear. I can't hear him at all. Is it like I, I literally didn't hear what he said? 
Oh, he really? uh, yeah, you can't hear. Him. He said that he wants to know how oh, we're all I doing. Him. I don't, I don't have his audio at all. Oh, that's crazy. My phone is fucked up. I can hear you. <laughs> I, can I just hear read you, his Mike. lips though. I just read his lips though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can hear you, Mike. <laughs> Mike, you going to the fight island? Going to the fight island? Yes, let's yeah. go. Man. He wants to go. Me, me and Paul Daly. <laughs> James there you Krause, go. You crazy going up to 185, but I mean, get that check, dog. You a beast, bro. Respect. Let him know. Tell him he didn't hear me. James, he said much respect to you for going up to 185. I appreciate that. He said Thank you're you a beast, much, man. And a beast, Thank yes. You, man. I appreciate that a ton, man. It means a lot coming from you. For sure, brother. The I wish savages. I could fucking hear him, goddammit. I can't hear what he's, he's saying. He's funny, man. You, you got to hear Platinum he's, Mike, he's, man. He's funny. He's hilarious. I know. That's why I can't hear him. Order. Hello. Should I leave and try to come back? What's wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. want to miss out on Platinum Mike, man. James, pop, he's always I'll, dropping I'll knowledge. In. Yeah, you don't want to miss this mic. J- James will pop back God in. Goddammit. Once you know, know everything that you need to know, then you know everything that you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I miss Johnny Bones. I... I'm out here not too far away, man. I was thinking about coming through Albuquerque for some training. I don't know. I ain't been there in a minute. Swing through, bro. We're around. Right? Is guys working? Uh, some guys are working. Don't tell the governor. The quarantine <laughs> shit? Yeah, I know. We uh, we don't have the front door locked so the state police can't come in. But, I mean, there's people going right now a little bit. I want to go to Johnny Bone's house. There we go. He, he needs to, he needs to work you on uh, on the bow hunting, man. That's what they're working on right now. He's ready to kill some folk for the quarantine Dude, war that's coming. He's up. apocalypse ready, man. He's got the black Rambo hollow points going. <laughs> he's got a he's got a bow hunting now, bro. I'm like, what's next, man? You got samurai swords? I'm scared of Johnny Bones right now. <laughs> yeah, you worked on Johnny Bones. I saw some uh, some oh, footage man. back in the day. Yeah, the bow. Yep. That's the homeboy, man. Yeah. That's pretty cool Always. stuff, man. No, that's footage, footage of what? He was uh, doing his uh, chiropractic skills on him. John. That was him. Le- oh, his him nailing me with a fucking leg kick. You guys see that, that one? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I could bend my knee for a week. You never let me do that one, Dr. Bo. Come through and do it. <laughs> I want to leg kick you. Yeah. Come through and do it, bro. Payback. He said, yeah. Hey. Yeah. You probably owe me, man, for me me working on you. (laughs) Yeah, I got some footage of that, uh, Mike Perry and and Dr. Bo, man. We didn't even post the good stuff, man. Let me see. Well, actually, I saw some funny shit that you guys did, man. Like, like Mike, you were uh, in the room with, I guess, one of the other physicians. You guys were screaming. Dr. Bo kept getting up. Oh, yeah, that shit was funny. And then you 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 uh, knocked out the physician. That was funny, man. I was cracking up with that. I was that was entertaining, man. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad people like the video. Yeah, Mike's always uh, funny. He just Dr. you gotta come Bo through and have Derek do your eyebrows again. No, man, I do them myself <laughs> now. I ain't letting nobody, no barbers, never my eyebrows. <laughs> I lost the cowboy fight because my eyebrows was fucked up, bro. Bro, he was, he was legitimately mad. He was legitimately mad was about his eyebrows. Concerned. I was like, yo, I don't look like a star. I don't look like a star. Derek got a little aggressive with the eyebrows. Got a haircut today. Uh, yes, yes, right yes, 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 yes
My guy came to me. That's fresh. Yesterday, yeah, that's a I fresh cut right my there. My new trainers, my new trainers are these two little uh, chicas from Texas, bro. These two little chicks gonna be in my corner at my next fight, man. <laughs> Y'all laughing, but them I love it. Will put you through cardio hell. I believe it. <laughs> I doctor like ten high knees, <laughs> two burpees, two push-ups. Oh, that kind of cardio. Bro. <laughs> I was thinking some other kind of cardio, bro. It's a uh, platinum he's, cardio. He's talking about naked yoga, bro. Naked yoga, bro. Uh, that's fun too. <laughs> fun, man. That Kama Sutra shit, man. You gotta be, you gotta be on your p's and q's and be strong on that stuff. You know how you get your cardio up? You smoke that nicotine. <laughs> I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's right at all. But all right. <laughs> In between rounds, you hit the. Pipe like that one guy hit his inhaler. <laughs> was that razor blades? No, that was Greg Hardy. No, that Greg was uh, Hardy. Greg Hardy. Hardy. Greg Hardy. That, yeah. that was Hardy. Yeah. So give me the and inhaler, he fights, bro. He, he fights uh, on. He fights on two forty nine. So controversial. Are they doing a? Oh, they're doing a two forty nine. Doing a native reservoir. No, it's uh, California it's, uh, here. California. Yeah, it's a California. But it's a reservoir. Yeah. Indian, Indian Reservation, yep. California. It's Indian land. That's crazy, bro. It's closed door. Island, though. It's like Pet Cemetery, yeah. man. You gotta be careful. I'll fight Pet Cemetery on the island. <laughs> I'm not, hey, Mike, man. You gotta cut that weight, though. I ain't going up to 85, bro. <laughs> what are you talking Mike, about? Bigger than I am. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me let me ask any of you guys. Here. Open question for you guys. But what do you guys think of like you know with all this COVID nineteen shit going on? Every single sport has been shut down. How do you think UFC has been handling all this? I personally love it, the way they've been doing things. What do you guys think, honestly? Let, let them work, uh, man. I, I'm with it. Yeah. They let the one show go. Gilbert Burns is the star of the show right now with what he did to Damian Maya in the empty arena. That was mm. pretty crazy. I couldn't imagine fighting in an empty arena like that. Mm. Um, you know, my, my thoughts are this. You know, I, I have really libertarian leanings. So you're, you're telling me that these people are going out there risking their lives, having people kicking them in the head and punching them. You know, they know the risk of that. So if, yeah. if somebody knows the risk of COVID and they're doing all the proper testing and they're willing to go out there and put it out like that, I don't, I don't see why another organizing body needs to step in and interfere with that. Like, you know, football is already dangerous. You know, still got to feed your family. They got to feed their family. Money, and like I said, like money, money. And uh, like I said, uh, money, you know, these guys, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a risk every time. So if we're going to say we're not going to do this because it's risky, there'll never be a fight. That's a good point. I just had a meeting at my job today. Another two months sure. I got to work from home because of this. So it's just crazy, like the way everything's been shut down. And but you're right, Mike, it, money. I mean, no question about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean the whole got... COVID thing is like about money. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like it's I'd like to swing. They shut shit down. Hmm. Motherfuckers scared to talk about it. When I said it, y'all kind of was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good to talk about Dude, it. I think it's I'm good. What's crazy? Here's crazy is they're they're keeping like they're they're keeping some stores open, like they're keeping uh, liquor stores open. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. How, how is that essential? Like, does somebody explain how? Because you got to keep people drunk during quarantine, James man. <laughs> so, so you got to keep like, them occupied. Like Target, yeah, I know, but like Target, like Walmart. Okay, like I get that we have to keep those open for the 
can go get top five. But now you just have you basically have like two or three centers where everybody's gonna flock to. You don't think they're gonna if somebody has it, they're gonna get it from there? Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's it just doesn't make sense to me. Hundred percent. It doesn't make sense to me at all. What can you do? You could just sit here and wait. I mean, we got to work out, though. I'm just starting to work out, and it's hard without the – I don't know, though, to be honest with you. I haven't had motivation for a little while now, and I'm trying to find it. And I don't know if a name on a contract would do it. I don't know. I just got to do it. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. How do you do it, Kraus? Because you always seem prepared, bro. Man, uh, I don't know, bro. Like, I – I've been doing this for almost 15 years. I have, I'll be like 67 fights pro amateur. I just love, I just love it, man. I really do. I, I love every bit of it. I love coach. And for me, I think there's an easy segue because I coach, I have, we have five guys in the UFC and I coach, I head coach five guys in the UFC. Uh, so like, that's like an easy segue that's for me. Helpful, you know what right? I mean? Like being in the corner. It, oh, very. A hundred percent it is, man. A hundred percent it is. Uh, I just love it, man. It's not work to me. Uh, I've been, I've been broke. I've been, I've worked nine to five. I don't ever want to do that ever again. So I'm, I, I think maybe, uh, the answer is like, uh, just being grateful for the position that I mean, not to sound like a corny fuck or anything, but like just being grateful for the position to be, you know what I mean? Like to be able to, to, to do this kind of stuff, to be able to, to fight and, and compete and do what we love every day. Like for me, that's, uh, that's more enough. Cause I tell you what, I never would have made, I never would have made Working it like out this. sucks though. <laughs> I don't mind it, man. Come through, bro. You got to come through, man. If you ain't working out, we're, we're still working out. We're still working out. Where it's are not, you we're at? Open for business. Kansas City. Kansas City. Y'all ain't mm-hmm. really on quarantine. Are you in the country out there? Yeah, we are. We are. We are. <laughs> we are, bro. My guy, so we. I just Where are you, Mike? Like, man. Where are you, Mike? I'm in Texas right now, man. Texas. Lubbock? What are you in Texas for? <laughs> <laughs> I got my control. Your boy right here. There's a couple. I mean, you know. I do know. <laughs> hey, y'all see my uh, y'all see my tag name? Yeah, Platino okay, Poppy. Baby. I was trying to pronounce oh, it. Like, all right. The last five minutes, like, Platino Poppy. He, he's two percent Mexican <laughs> now. Shit. Texas is part of you. Yeah, they sound like a Mexican cartel member. I'm with it. <laughs> I love it. We'll have another racial draft. We're going to draft a platinum mic for the Mexican team. Oh, we're going to do a Chappelle show rerun? You Mexican, yeah. Dr. Huh? Yeah, tu sabes. Esto es mi segunda. Hey, orale. Hold on, let me pull up some titles real quick. Come on, bro. Vato. We had this running joke, right? So, like, uh, Mike used to get real mad. He's like, why do they say we look like each other, man? Stop it. And so I was like, bro, here's the thing. We were twins separated at birth, and, like, I got picked up by a suburban family, and Mike grew up in the hood. <laughs> Nature versus nurture, son. That's funny shit, That's, awesome. That's fucked up, bro. You became a doctor, <laughs> and I got to get hit for a living. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got platinum written I on your face. I gotta stop getting hit. That's what I gotta do. Hey, I'm but you also get to, to hit yeah, people too. I'm trying not to get hit. True. That's it right there. I gotta hit. I'm gonna go out, bro. See, that's how I've been training. I've been drinking, smoking, and I go to the gym and I just fight these motherfuckers with everything I got left in me every fucking second of every minute until the round is over. And then I die on the floor. And then when the next round starts, I get up and I do it again. And I'm. <laughs> 
gasping for air the whole time. <laughs> you know what? It's a good time. You're right, Krause. It is fun. It's it's fun Mike, man. I need an update on the, the Michael J. White situation, bro. What's going on, man? He blocked that, me when I called Is that squashed? Nigga. When I said he a bitch-ass nigga, he blocked me. So it's not squashed. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to get to Cali. I'm waiting to get to Cali so I can pull up on his ass and his shit and see what he want to do, what he want to talk about. Let's see the movie technique, motherfucker. Oh, shit. It's going down, man. I ain't about no fake uh, shit. I'm about that real I shit. I believe it. Mike, oh, you're fucking God. hilarious, man. <laughs> hey, hey, he's a big boy, though, man. He came through here, man. I worked on him. He's like... He's he's not gonna pass you Sada, I promise you that. But that, the bigger that they are, like... the harder they fall. Damn it! Uh, oh shit! It's going oh, down. I wonder who. I wonder who'll win that yeah, one. Yeah, steroids will do that to you when you're trying to look good for movies. Platino uh, Plat, Plat, Poppy versus Michael J. White on the Fight Island. Uh, Let's go. Where's Dana? Doctor Bo dropping it, dude. Hey, let's, <laughs> let's go. Doctor Bo, did you study marketing and advertising too? That was pretty good. Want to talk about Let is, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> we'll, we'll, oh, we're gonna go bird box. That way they don't know where they're going. You know, bird box <laughs> motherfuckers. Because <laughs> they said that no one's allowed to see where the Yo, island is, right? Messing me up. This shit is backwards. <laughs> I don't know which way is which. <laughs> It's like the Brady Bunch in this motherfucker. <laughs> Which one's Marsha? Hey, uh, <laughs> who said? That? I'm Marsha, bitch. I'm Marcia. the pretty one. I'm Alice. <laughs> so got I live in the refrigerator. <laughs> she got hit in the nose with that football, though, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Nose, oh, no. He walked into that. Yeah, I see. Uh, hey, by no, the way, we, he won that fight, too. Speaking of bad decisions. We were just talking about how James uh, got robbed. Yeah, Pl Platino Poppy win. got robbed on that one. You got to mm. win. You know what? I told myself in the middle of that fight, I was fighting him, and I was sticking and moving pretty good. And I said, man, put your foot down and press this motherfucker back. Show him he can't go forward. Because all week I said, I don't want to go to the hospital in Uruguay. And then oh, yeah. I, told my, I was having a conversation with myself. And I was like, nah, I'm going to just keep sliding and sticking. <laughs> And I should have put my foot down. I should have went forward, and I probably would have knocked his ass down or something. But is what it is. On to the next you, one. Don't matter what we did yesterday. It's what we do tomorrow. Yeah, I blame yeah, Carol Baskins right. for these fucking bad decisions, man. Carol Baskins. Carol fucking Baskins. Carol fucking Baskins. You bet, goddamn bro, right. I can't just shout up random ass. shit, <laughs> bro. I I got PTSD for my fight, man. I don't know how the fuck you're in these wars all the time, Mike. I don't know. I get I'm getting a little bit. I'm getting a little bit of that PTSD, bro. <laughs> bro, I don't want to do those anymore, man. Those are fun, man. You know what kills me is um I I have a bad habit of sitting down and and uh when they kick and I block with my arms and it fucks my arms and hands up. And yeah. I need to get more to the Yoel does it real well, well where he raises his arm to his head and yeah. he just moves away from the kick. Like those guys in Thailand, Sanchai from Thailand, he does it real well. Mm -hmm. They practice it every day, bare shin. And um, 
They're moving their you feet know, though, just... but you if you do that, you lose that power though. If you, if you yes, if you, you lose that power, but he's still able to knock guys out with those head kicks. So it's really confusing because you don't know the level of those guys. Yeah. Obviously, MMA movement is different. There's a different range, and the yeah. clinch is involved with wrestling. But you know, I gotta I gotta work on something from getting kicked in my arms. That's what got me kicked in my head in my last fight. He kicked me in the arm, and I blocked it like a boxing block. And it almost snapped my arm in half. So then the next kick, I put it to my body and it went over my fist and hit me in the head. That was it. Next thing I know, I was in the locker room. Shit. He's the tough, man. He's yeah, tough. He's good. Just, he's just a good, good motherfucker. He's doing well. He's and good. I want to fight his ass again. I want to fight good. his ass again, right? Like, but I got to do something to to earn that. So I'm gonna do that. We'll see. When this quarantine shit over, they gonna want people to fight. Yep. Right away. I'm sure you're gonna be one motherfucker they talking about, and I'll be on a card soon too. So I'm starting to train with my two little shorties out here in uh uh in Texas. They putting me through cardio hell. I'm gonna be ready. Vaping all, man. Hey, I don't want I don't wanna see no platinum fight until we get that goddamn Michael Jai White, Platino Poppy on the island. Let's fucking go. I appreciate you. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need two mil for that though. I'm gonna need let's, a mil or something. Let's like, go. You know, one and one or like pay per view. Tony Robbins, that pitch in. We know you got money, Tony Robbins. Tony. <laughs> oh, we got Vice Mary <laughs> is hilarious. Vice you got fans, is. bro. Let's you go. Got... They do show love. They show love. The fans. They also talk shit. But yeah. They show love. Too. <laughs> bro, Mike, I, I can't want to handle I, some of these guys. I want to ask for because you're Mike. You're you're a warrior, bro, uh, and I enjoy watching you fight, and the intensity you bring to the game is great. Uh, I asked James Krause this earlier. I ask a lot of fighters this because I'm, I'm a fan of bare knuckle. What do you think of this bare knuckle fighting? <laughs> I mean, it's a good place to go for these motherfuckers. I ain't trying to go in there, though. That's what I, I said. That's break. what I said. James said the same thing. I punched too Get hard. Get him. Get him. I don't hit hard enough, but everything else, I agree with him. Hey, they got Shannon yeah. Briggs in there now, man. That's Bro, a big you, signing right there. Oh, Could you imagine fighting Shannon fight Briggs, bare knuckle boxing? Oh, God. Y'all need to let Alex Nicholson, y'all need to let the Spartan Nicholson fight Shannon Briggs in bare knuckle. He's ready. My boy Alex ready so, all that. the time. I'm in on that. Oh yeah, I'm in on take that. my money. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm in on that. Hey, that's my boy too, man. You Alex, heard is the man. People take their money. They could take my money, I'm bro. That. Alex that. is a savage. I gotta. I be. I be the only one have to spar his ass because I'm the only one willing to throw. <laughs> Ridiculous. I don't want to spar his big ass. He's 240 pounds. Damn, that's big. What is what is Briggs at? What is is he about 260 or? He's up there, he, right? He, he's he probably 240, 230. Big. He ripped up. He ripped. Big. He's an old-ass beast. Dude is 48, bro. He's like Yoel Romero rip shit, bro. He's big. Like older dude that, that just. old man strength. <laughs> it's like when my dad used to shake my hand when I was a kid. It was like, where do you get the strength from? You don't even look this strong. The old man strength, bro. That's true. I'm trying to get to South Florida and do some training with Yoel Romero. Oh, that'd be cool, man. That'd be yeah. that'd be that'd be YouTube worthy yeah, shit I think right you there. Can teach me how to be a better me. 
See, I'm just trying to see a video of Platinum in the club, Platino Poppy, Yoel Romero, Jorge Masvidal. I want to see Night Out like Jersey Shore style and see what the fuck happens. That's what I'm oh, trying yeah. to see. That's, that's going to be great. That's Get a reality well, show, man. Get the photo. fucking reality show. After I fought in Orlando, we got a photo me, Abe, and Yoel in my eye, and I was wiping my eye with $100 bills. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah. Yoel came through. Yoel yeah, I seen that. It's not very sanitary. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't touch your face. Takes the dirtiest <laughs> shit ever, rubs it all over. Most people, you know, they're not doing drugs with hundreds. They, you know, they sniffing with twenties. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. Is that is that what a lot of people are doing during this quarantine right now? Now they eat mushrooms and go uh, biking in the mountains. That's what they do. <laughs> See, I'm in South Florida, man. So every drug goes down here. It's crazy. You don't even know who's what got what on it, man. Florida, where? I'm in uh, West Palm Beach. So West Palm nice. Beach. It's nice out there. I love Florida. Yeah. I'm trying to get my little baby to move out there with me. I thought that's where you were. Are you not from Florida? I am. I'm No. I'm from Flint, Michigan. But then I've been doing a lot. I've, I've lived in Florida for quite some time. I love Florida. You're a Popka, uh, right? Orlando, huh? Orlando, Apopka. Apopka? I went to Apopka yeah. High School. But uh how old are you? You know, I'm out here in Te I'm just out here in Texas right now because I'm trying to quarantine. Mike, what year you graduate high school? 2011. Oh I was shit, you're double middle fingers, but I'm holding my phone in one hand. So. <laughs> Give it to me. I was gonna say, I was I my homeboy went there, but he's like seven years older than you. You're a baby. Damn. When'd you graduate, James? Yeah, I guess four. I'm still oh, four. young. Oh, four. Krause, how old are you? Uh, I'm uh, 33. I'm 34 in June. Shit, I'm the old man in here. How old are you? 37. I'm 36, bro. See all this gray? <laughs> I'm still young, though. Wait. I'm still young. I move like a youngin'. I talk young. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm... I look young. That's about it. Still got some years. You know, Floyd, Floyd and Yoel. Floyd Mayweather and Yoel make me think that we can just keep going for a while. <laughs> man, those guys, I don't know, man. Those guys are something special. Floyd Mayweather especially, mastered especially his Yoel. craft, dude. He just oh, found sure. it, Floyd Mayweather. He found it and just ran with it, bro. He didn't give a fuck what anybody had to say. He ran. He just he developed that defense, and that was that. Hey, Nobody didn't his had daughter just, just stab somebody? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> What over, yeah. what, over toilet paper or something? What the fuck? I don't, I don't know. I didn't read the whole story. I just saw the headline. It was like, I mean, with his daughter stabbed somebody. I was like, I didn't hear about that shit. You would think she'd have good hands. Young boy. Really? A rapper, yeah. Oh. Yep. Damn, bro. Shit. I, I would think Floyd Mayweather's daughter would have better hands than and, instead of using a knife, bro. That's kind of crazy. She skipped all that. She's going straight for the kill. That's how you win. <laughs> going for the jugular, she man. She poked that bitch. She won that fight. Yo. <laughs> Mayweather had a rough a rough couple months, bro. His uncle died, bro. His trainer. That was yeah, Roger man. Mayweather, bro. Crazy. That guy's a legend, man. man. I mean, look, though. Mayweather started with a hell of a team. He had a hell. He had hell of a great guidance, all the way from the beginning. Oh yeah. And you know, I'm at this point, and I guess I've been at this point really, where I'm kind of looking to 
like I don't have a team right now and I've been doing platinum martial arts with myself and like whoever wants to work at whatever gym or whatever location. So the way I see it is like these girls really could be in my corner and I will whoop a motherfucker ass if they prepare me cardio wise. I eat healthy and I know how to fight. So like, Mike, you got to come up, dog. Not. For real, bro. Come, come up. We're not far from you, bro. Come up. I'm dead serious, man. You let me know when. We'll connect after this, Straight bro. Up. For real, you should come up. At least come up for a week or whatever. Let's see if you like it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It sounds great. Oh, that's yeah, cool. I got to jump, guys. Up on IG, uh, yes, hit me up, man. Let's, let's get you in here, for real. I'm being dead serious, man. I, come up for a week or two or however long you want, man. Sounds great, brother. I appreciate that. I appreciate the offer, man. Damn, how come uh, I didn't get I gotta invite, jump, man? Guys. I feel uh, kind of left out. It. Uh, you guys, all I know I want to go, go back to you too, Dr. Bo. I want to go see Jackson Week again because motherfuckers don't think I'm coming back. Uh -oh. I love John, and he's mad at me because I left. But I left for other reasons. There was, you know, like, I'm going I'm to go ahead and say it because I never said anything about it. And I, as far as I've heard, he's talked a little crazy about me. I just want to say, you know, the, the relationship with uh, Frank the Tank kind of you know, it it wasn't professional, and it needed to be more professional. I need a more professional handling, and um, because I get reckless and like, duh, we're all fighters. We all just want to turn up, hmm. but we gotta be professional. So, you know, with the the uh, Snapchat here is is breaking out. Everybody's falling away. It's just down to us three now. And so, then there was three. Yeah, crowd. You know, I gotta three. get back to Jackson Wink. I want I want John to love me again, bro. <laughs> John was he's a good dude. Let's work on that, man. He's the best fighter ever, and he's still my favorite. So I gotta go back. Yeah, we gotta make it right, bro. And then I'm gonna go see Krause or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's cool. sure. And we he's gotta, going on tour. We gotta, um, you gotta put some black in that beat. <laughs> I know nah, you hate that shit, man. Come on, be pretty nah. for your girl, man. You got a pretty girl on you. Nah, man, we're growing it out, bro. How long you going, bro? No, well, put it black at least if you nah. grow it out. Nah. I'm you waiting for this to turn gray, man. Like, where's this you at? Look like one of them homeless out there in Albuquerque, man. Come on. This is wisdom, man. It's like a it's like the silverback gorilla, man. That means you've been around for long enough and survived <laughs> long enough that you have enough experience to make it. He like, look at the wisdom. Look at the wisdom on my head. It's like Rafiki, bro. Bad. Rafiki. <laughs> Duck just, Dynasty, you, bro. <laughs> you just stroke it, bro. Yeah, Duck Dynasty. Exactly, man. Come on. <laughs> That's so crazy, man. Who, who, hey, man Dr. Bo, who you got? I appreciate y'all's time, brother. Mike Perry, yeah, yeah. thank you for coming on, man. This was cool. No, I appreciate you guys' time. I'm about to uh, get dressed, and we're going to go get drunk with uh, out here in Texas at some barn party or some shit. What's up, Mike? Uh, Chris LeBeau, <laughs> MMA Uncensored. My man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. Dr. Thank Bo, you. it's good to talk to you. Good to see you, brother. See you soon, brother. Hell yeah, man. God bless. We'll Peace. see you, brother. Take care, bro. All That's right. a good dude right there. That's a good dude. He's I love great, that guy. Man. I can interview him all day. He's hilarious. I love, I love that, that guy. Mike, bro. Yeah. He's cool as hell. Hey, hey, Doc. Doc, was that a surprise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't yeah. seen Platinum in a little while. Yeah. He, he's doing okay. Yeah. He's, he looks good. Yeah, he looks good. He's all over the place, he's man. He's pictures of girls in the bed and stuff. I'm like, what's going on? That's how he lives, bro. <laughs>
Texas is He's hot. platinum, baby. That's platinum, He's my platinum, carry, brother. Platinum style. <laughs> You're damn right. Hey, Dr. Bo, I got five questions for you. I do this to every guest. What you got, bro? You ready? You ready? Ready. It's the name game. Go for it, Big Papa. This is the name game. MMA Uncensored, Game Up Nutrition, Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz, family. Here we go. I'm going to give you one name of a fighter or athlete. Give me one name, one word description. Okay. Israel Adesanya. Oh, creative. Mm. Dana White. Uh, relentless. Mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sellout. Wow. Okay. Platinum Mike Perry. Savage. You damn right. Last one. Anthony Rumble Johnson. Ooh, he just... And a segue, his return to the UFC. Who would you like him to fight? Ooh, Ooh nice. Uh, had, to hit, had to hit you there. So dangerous is my word for him. Um, who is he going to fight at heavyweight or 205? He's about two. Last I saw him was uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. He was about 225. So he's probably going to fight 205 then. He's lean. Mm -hmm. He's strong. Yeah, I saw him so, at the yeah, BKFC so 10 pay per view. He's looking pretty lean, man. I'd like to see him against Tiago Alves or maybe maybe Anthony Smith. What about yeah, probably Tiago Alves is probably the fight to make. I think That'd at be a great fight. Yeah. yeah. If what if they don't do if they do Reyes Jones, uh, if they don't, I'd like to see. Maybe you do that. Maybe maybe Rumble comes back and fights uh, Anthony Smith, or gets a uh, uh, yeah. That makes sense. Maybe maybe to, Alves is probably the fight to make. Yeah. Yeah. Tiago. What about heavyweight? If he comes back. At heavyweight, man, I want to see. I mean, there's a million fights I want to see there, man. Uh, Damn right. <laughs> How about one? I, re I remember when he broke Andre Arlovsky's jaw at heavyweight. That was pretty. Ooh, yeah. Pretty oh, man. vicious, man. That that was it. That was it. He was a tough fucking dude too, man. Yeah, Arlovsky, bro. He kept fighting, yeah. man. His his teeth were in the back of his mouth, I guess. Yeah. And like, he came back and. Uh, I used to love yeah, those fang the fang mouth guard. That was fucking yeah. great. Yeah, Shout yeah. I'd like to, to see Pitbull. Rumble at heavyweight. Uh, you know, maybe the loser of Rosenstruck and Ngannou um, would be good. Who else is in heavyweight? Derek Lewis would be a good one, man. Derek Lewis and Rumble. I think it'd be we exciting. Derek Lewis. Oh, Black, at the Black Beast on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the homie <laughs> that's too, all. man. That's all, man. Uh, hey, Doctor Bo, you want to be on next week? <laughs> it's kind of hard getting a hold of me, man. Uh, how come you on been at some point? Probably not next week, but but at some point. A couple weeks later. How? Okay. How has things been with you since the quarantine and all this business-wise? I know man, you're. We're, we're down some, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're considered essential business and everything, and we're doing all the CDC guidelines and everything. Mm -hmm. But we'll probably, you know, if this goes two months, we'll probably lose sixty, seventy thousand dollars in, in revenue. Mm -hmm. um, you know, plus, for plus. and for a business that only nets one hundred and forty, hundred fifty, it's a big chunk. Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, people, this is. Uh, you can buy a lot of Tylenol for 80, 90 bucks, which is what our treatments cost. So right. a lot of people are out of work right now, man. People have been laid off. The unemployment's really high. Uh, you know, it's a tough spot. We've, we've been, you know, we've canceled some stuff. We've lowered our prices a little bit to try to make it a little easier for folks. But people are scared, man. So it's, uh, it's a rough time for everybody, man.
it is tough, man. Everybody's going through it, man. I mean, I think it's pretty cool, though. I mean, I have the uh, probably one of the most popular doctors in the world right now on the podcast, which I think is cool. But it's also it just goes to show, you know, although you're a celebrity doctor, you know, you too are affected by by this. So it's not just the common working people, you know. Yeah, uh, it's, and it's tough, messed up a, a lot of our collabs too, man. Like, yeah. you know, we were supposed to have a video with Action Bronson coming up. Uh, you know, Ronnie Chang, the comedian, we, you know, we were going to be in New York for fight week out there with those guys too, uh, with Khabib and Tony and all of them. So there's, you know, there's been a lot of even secondary stuff from our YouTube yeah. biz and mm-hmm. you know, we're just kind of sitting around like, what are we going to do next? We, yeah. We're running low on ideas and, yeah, you know. Yeah, I hear well, that. But you know what, man? Everything's going to get back to normal, bro. And once it does. Fingers crossed, man. Er, er, like right now, you got the you got the thinkers and the stinkers, you know, because like it's quarantine time. So people either sitting around with their thumb up their ass or they're contemplating, all right, what am I going to do? What's my next plan? You know, so right. a lot of those people are going to pop out. So I think I think everybody's going to be in good shape once we get through this whole thing. Yeah, I forgot to ask Platinum if he was going to go with Biden or Trump, man. That would have been a good answer, I think. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think that we'll have uh, maybe you and him on again in a couple weeks if you want to. Yeah, we'll yeah let's do that. Up. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do that. Uh, I appreciate your time. Uh, of course, I respect you, and I've followed you for years. And uh, give me, give us uh, your YouTube channel. I want to, I want to talk about that before we leave. What about it? Tell us about your YouTube channel. How many followers? Oh, man, uh, all that stuff. Because a lot of yeah, people we got, uh, want to build YouTube channels, and they want to know how to do it. Yeah, I would say this. Um, you know, my channel isn't what I wanted it to be from the get go. I used to just, you know, put up my my doctoral lectures and stuff like that, where we talk about really complex subjects. You know. Uh, advanced biomechanics and neurophysiology. But the the truth is is that, you know, less than 1% of the population is going to have real interest in something like that. So Mm -hmm. what I would tell people is give people, you know, put ideas against the wall, see what people are interested in, what they respond to, and then give the people what they want. Don't give them what you want, give them what they want. So figure out there's a niche that you're interested in. And then what you have to do is just throw a whole bunch of ideas against the wall. And then what people respond to, give them more of that. So in our case, you know, it's, it's crack videos. It's videos that have you know, big monstrous dudes like Robert O'Burst or Yola Romero. And then, you know, never underestimate the, you know, people want to see fit chicks too. So That's right. we yeah. try to give them a little bit of everything. You know, the, the goal is to what, to, to make money and to grow your, your influence. And so, uh, you know, it's worked pretty well. We have like 825,000 subs now. Wow. Uh, What's the most you've made in one month off revenue from YouTube? One month. About six, 60,000 or so. One month. Wow. One month. Unbelievable, man. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. Hey, we're yeah, so if you get the numbers going, it can be pretty lucrative. But, you know, you never know what's going to hit and what's not in certain months. Right. Um, but, you know, like uh, if, if you get access to, to certain fighters, you know, guys like Platinum Mike and guys like, uh, you know, some of those big names, like anything you touch with them does huge, huge numbers. Right. Yeah. So. Right. Well, we're thankful to have you yeah. on, Mike on, James Krause. And, yes. man, I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thanks, Thanks for having me on. You got Thank it, you, man. We'll see you, Jeff. Pleasure. Talk to you Take soon. Take care. Later, guys. Bye. Dr. Bo, that was great, man. Phenomenal. Mike Perry, James Krause. I mean, wow. what what a star-studded uh, event. And we're, we're not done yet, man. We still got Kier Malore. The beautiful Kier Malore is oh coming God. on any minute now. I've been waiting all now. night for this. I've been waiting all Kier night for this. Kier is one th- I'll pull up a quick video of Kier so the viewers could see who's coming on next because uh, not only beautiful but very talented as well. Uh, and uh, you're gonna have a great time with uh, with Kier for sure. She's great. At Echo Bikini Girl on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's she's doing it, man. She's a model. Beautiful. This is her right here, model. 
She's uh, very into uh, eco-friendly fitness. fitness. Yachts. Uh, she cleans beaches in bikinis. I mean, she's she's Amazing. awesome. Oh uh, I've had her on the podcast live before, uh, maybe a year ago, and um, we had a great time, man. Very intelligent. We <laughs> nice had a good video, conversation. Joe. Nice video, Joe. Fantastic, man. I love I love the beach. I love jet skis. I do. I'm a jet ski fan too, Joe. <laughs> I like to I like to go to dinghies. It's uh, uh, in the Virgin Islands. Um, it's a uh, honeymoon beach in the Virgin Islands. I like to go to dinghies. They have beaches oh, like that. I, yeah. I count me in. I, aren't you goodness. gonna? Are you gonna give away something? Will help Kier? Kier just logging in now. Let's see. If maybe we could have her help us give away some uh, cool Nick and Nate Diaz products. We've got some stuff, man. You want? Let's get her in. Now? Let's get. Where's right, she at? Let's get her in. There she is. There she is. Hi. Yay. What's up, Kier? Hello. How you doing? Hi. Good. How are you? Can you? Is this all right? Perfect. Actually, you're smart. See, she put her handle on there, just like me. That's the way to do it. Smart man. Instagram. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> you got to. Yeah. I just had a – Kiera, I pulled up a video of you um, at some bikini thing on an island somewhere with some chicks on a jet ski. Yes, that's a good okay. one. Where, where, so what was going on with that? Okay, so that was in the Bahamas outside of Bimini. Yep. A girlfriend of mine owns a swimsuit company. And she actually reached out to me. I don't remember when it was. I guess it was early last year. Yeah. And um, she was like, that's so cool. Like, I want to gift you some bikinis. I want to do a beach cleanup with you. And I was like, cool. So, because she had seen what I was doing. And so we met up. And then, like, right after we did our beach cleanup, she started um, this other Instagram called Bikini Beach Cleanup. So mm -hmm. she hosts Bikini Beach Cleanups also as well. But... Um, this trip was just to shoot content for her line, and we also did a beach cleanup, so it was fun. But That's yeah, awesome. the jet ski picture turned out great. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed it very much. So, <laughs> well, thank you. I'll pass yes. along the, the <laughs> message. <laughs> so uh, now, so you do beach cleanup in the Bahamas, South Florida, obviously. You're in uh, Delray, right? Um, yes. Delray so how Delray. how's that been now with this whole quarantine thing? Obviously, the beaches are getting a break, or is there still issues going on, even though there's people aren't physically going to the beach? Well, I can speak to this firsthand because I snuck onto the beach today. Um, uh oh, sorry. this is <laughs> if the if the law enforcement's watching, uh -oh. you're in trouble. Oh, they are. They found me. They yelled at me, asking if I could uh. read, and I was like, "No, I can't. Sorry." <laughs> and they just kind of like glared at me, and I was like, oh. "I'm like wearing a you know like a little, little tiny like purple bikini." And another guy like snuck out right behind me. So I don't know if he was going to like, if they were going to arrest us both, but they definitely gave us a hard time. But to answer your question, yeah, it's, it's a mix because there's obviously like washed up trash, but mm -hmm. the left trash, which is also an issue was like non-existent. But I, I was also kind of on the far end where, you know, people don't really go anyway because mm -hmm. it's like where people live, but yeah. All right, we gotta watch. We gotta look out for you on these beaches now. You gotta be careful. Well, now I'm not so. allowed to like post that I'm there because it's like putting an example. Whatever. True. I'm like, I'll. What is the headline gonna say? Like, arrest a girl for beach cleaning? Like, really? You know what I mean? That's Plus, true. it's kind of like, well, this is also my job, like, to shoot content and be. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. this is essential for me. <laughs> This is true. Yeah, because you do you do great business, I see, on, on social media. Like, 
you know, you're you do a lot of those uh, they, like people like companies send you like products and you open them up and you present them. I, I've seen some of these videos that you do, but it, you got like some lucrative stuff going on for yourself. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, the un unboxings. People, some people like them, some people don't. But um, yeah, I, I definitely pride myself on working only with companies that I really resonate with. And I think mm -hmm. that my audience will. I, I don't actually do a lot of them. Um, so when I do say something, people like know that it's legit and I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Just recommend it because I have to fill content. I would rather mm -hmm. share tips on like how to be more sustainable with stuff you already have, which is like mm -hmm. the anti-influencer almost. But I think it's important because we don't always need to buy new stuff. Sometimes right. what we have is, I always say the most sustainable item is the one you already have. So mm -hmm. even if it's cheap plastic, if you're not buying a new something, yeah and it still has life left in it, then use it until it doesn't, you know? I'm with you on that. I got to tell you something that this just a I'm spitballing here. It just popped in my head. But, you know, uh, MMA Uncensored, uh, we have a very large following. But Chris, who's uh, right here, he's the CEO of MMA Uncensored. And you got you have women's clothing as well, don't you? Um. Well, well, I think Chris does. He has women's clothing. Oh, women? MMA Uncensored. Do you think you would wear an MMA Uncensored shirt? I mean, sure. It's it's not really, you know, my audience is more women. So some women do like MMA. Okay. I don't know how, how well about it would be for you. have you, on, but... Joe? I have your shirt? MMA you have, like, and chill. Oh, MMA, MMA and chill. chill. That's, that's one of our shirts. So, so, yeah. That goes... See, that could go over well with girls that have boyfriends that like MMA. Yeah. They see actually. the MMA and chill. I like I it. mean, I've definitely done the let's all watch the fight together night, you know, so mm -hmm. that's a thing. Well, that's you know some you know some fighters, right? I don't know fighters. I know um, Brittany Palmer and Ariane Celeste. So we our boyfriends used to be friends, me and Brittany. So I know those girls through that. And um but I never went to one of the fights. I don't know. I lived in LA at the time. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get, we gotta get Kier on the team, man. Yeah. We gotta get Kier going to these pay per views. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we had we had some uh, some fighters on. You know, a lot a lot of things that we're doing with this podcast is you know combat sports, but we want to also highlight. Um, intelligent women women that are successful that are doing things and finding success with you know with their lives you know so i always found you interesting because of what you've been doing for the environment you know i think that people don't talk about that enough you know we're we're always talking about sports and we're talking about all this other stuff you know but the environment as you could see with everything that's going on sports has been affected by things that are going on in the environment with this pandemic so it's really important that we talk about these things so we can get our sports back and get back to normal and maybe live a cleaner uh, lifestyle and be a little more, you know, proactive for what we do. So yeah. how, how, how things have been for you during this crazy time as far as like business and everything? Have you noticed things slowing down too? Well, I mean, yes and no. People are shopping online a lot, but I don't know if that will last because not mm -hmm. everyone's income is going to keep going you know what i mean yeah. or or hasn't been affected yet but might be soon and so you know i know people whose jobs are 
kind of hanging on by a thread and they're hoping that they don't get laid off and that this is over soon, which is awful. It's obviously affecting so many people in so many ways. And honestly, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm still doing all right, but a lot of people have it way worse off than me. So I'm just grateful at this point, but yeah, I mean, MMA, like one of the things they could do, I guess, <laughs> would be to encourage like reusable cups and stuff at their fights. That would be pretty cool. Um, they could even sell like a limited edition one that people could keep bringing back. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a memento too, you know, which it's like free advertising. That would be that would be cool. And yeah. if you want, we could all wear your shirts and do a beach cleanup when this is over. That would be, be cool. Great. Yeah, Chris. Now we're talking. Get the bathing suits made, Chris. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we'll get it ready. I feel like MMA and chill would fit. Yes. <laughs> Depending on how big you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we can make it work. I, I like this idea. And we could even go a step further. We could make it somehow eco-friendly. We could throw some mm, yeah, Chris is very creative. So Chris, we could come up with something combat sport and and eco-related. We could do some hemp bikinis or something like that, and, and maybe. Yeah, well, a lot of people are doing like recycled plastics. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. know what types of plastics or plast, um, you know, synthetic fibers go to waste. Yeah. Through MMA, but maybe like made out of, like, I don't know, pads or something that you guys don't right. use anymore. Something like yeah. that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, count me in. Actually, we I'm should in. do a live podcast at a resort while we yeah. do this whole thing. Beach cleanup. Of yeah. Go to the resort pool, do a live podcast there. Are we all Floridians here? You know, it's here? cool. Yeah, Florida. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm originally oh. from Washington State, okay. and I think mm-hmm. he's from... I'm from Boston. Not here. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> His accent New York. gets me every time. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could, yeah. Take, you could take the kid out of Brooklyn. You can't take the Brooklyn out of the kid. I, think I, gotta, I always say you it. can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of me. So. Yeehaw, baby. <laughs> I'll kick yeah, my boots to that. So well, at Florida. Oh, nice. <laughs> what part of Florida are you at? Here. Uh, Delray. Del okay. Ray. I'm in Tampa, yeah. um, Newport Ritchie area. And I think he's cool. near uh, West Palm, right, Joe? Yeah. 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 All I'm, uh, yeah Boynt, right. I'm right in Boynton Beach. I'm right outside West Palm. So beautiful area. Yeah, One town over. Yep. Yeah. The next town up from me. Yeah. We'll set yeah. something up. Hey, I want to do this giveaway. Chris I, oh, and, sure. and Kier, I want you to help us do the giveaway. Right. I'm down. Uh, awesome. It's, just, it's not. It's not a lot. I feel like I should be giving away more. Every episode, you know, something, something may, some surprise may happen. But tell Chris, explain what you're giving away. What's going on? Who, who you're associated with? Tell them about Game Up. All right. So, um, thankfully, uh, one of my favorite fighters, or two of them, are Nick and Nate Diaz, and um, I, uh, I work for them. I help them with their um, nutrition company, Game Up Nutrition, and, and they send me stuff, and I give it away. And um, I want to give some stuff away today. You know, just why not? Yeah, that's cool. Joe, the question is the question. I'm going to pop the question up here. Well, you want to read this question? Wins. I don't know. Let me see the question. Oh, that's a good <laughs> How question. How many submissions wins? How many submission wins does Nate Diaz have in the UFC? All the right. Winner, the question. winner will get okay, first to answer. First person. First, first to answer. answer. Okay. <clears throat> Wins. Some game up nutrition. So CBD. whoever could. Oh, there you bomb. go. That's nice. Some stickers. And. You have to send me a sticker. I'll send you some stickers, sure. A CBD pre-roll. It's like a joint, Ooh. but it's CBD. 
Oh, that's cool. Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz at GameUpNutrition.com. If you ever want to order, use code MMA Uncensored, all caps. They'll give you 10% off. Cool. Pretty sweet. That's MMA Uncensored doing it. So first person to answer this question in the chat, Google, Siri, whatever the hell you're going to do, whoever does it faster, whoever's got the quickest draw. We'll leave somebody's that up gonna, there. We'll find somebody's out. Gonna somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to win some lip balm and some joints. Joints. It's going to be CBD sick. Joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, so, Kier, what do you think Atlantic Avenue, how dead it is? Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Yeah, so I, I wrote <sighs> – sorry, I hope you guys don't mind. No, that's all right. Um, Actually, I was uh, I was sipping on some tequila earlier, so it's okay. Yeah, I've got my, I've got my wine. Mm. <laughs> so I rode my bike to the beach. And it was weird. It was sad. It honestly, like, I came back and I had kind of a a little bit of a breakdown. Like, I got a little upset, honestly. Just, I've been staying in, like, completely staying in. Like, I got, like, a, a, like a bike, you know? It's also a desk, so I can, like, blog while I'm, like, not just sitting on my ass. And I, I fucking bought a trampoline. I bought, like... <laughs> <laughs> a little like mini stair stepper. I'm literally going stir crazy. And I was like, all right, I'm going to the beach today. Like, arrest me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I rode down Atlantic and I was just like, I, I was upset when I got back. Just the whole thing upset me. And yeah, it's dead. It's upsetting. It's, it's crazy. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll take my bike out and, you know, I'll, I'll, I like cruising A1A on the bike, you know, and I'm going down A1A. I hang a right onto Atlantic and I'm like, this is not good. Because Atlantic, Chris, Atlantic Avenue is like in Delray. It's a hot spot. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, like it's, Las Olas and Fort Lauderdale, if you know. Like yeah. it's the main, you know, main drag. It's and the it's, main drag. It's, it's got all the other like surrounding cities come to Atlantic Avenue as well. Like yeah. all the FAU kids. So it's like packed on a Friday night or even during like a nice day like today. Right. It would have been swarmed. Not. Yeah, it's uh, it's um. I don't know, man. It's it's pretty crazy just to see how things are. Everybody's been affected by it. Uh, and I feel bad for the businesses. They've been suffering greatly. Well, uh, Delray was growing so much that a lot of um, companies or storefronts, restaurants just opened. And that's like, you know what I mean? They just spent all of this money to open or are yeah. in the process of about to open. Like, you know, we have uh, downtown Delray or Taste the Ave or something like that. Mm -hmm. where you they set up a table down the whole you know atlantic avenue and all the restaurants oh yeah do their own like presentation there's like a competition with the decor and stuff like that and that was canceled and like a bunch of restaurants had you know really kept a tight schedule to be able to open before that so that could mm -hmm. be their big reveal and right. totally canceled now they can't open and i just feel so badly for them i hope that they'll be able to to recover yeah, I, I I hope so too, and uh, I th I think that the uh, they're giving people a break on the rent and the business loans and stuff like that. A lot of stuffs on pause right now, which is good. So we just hopefully that'll uh, that'll continue until all this shit is over with. Because I mean, look, I made my my house. I made it into a a, a studio, a home office, a gym, and a and a, have a tiki bar. So well, I, I at least have four things going on that I enjoy. So. He's all set up, huh? <laughs> I got oh, the tiki bar, bro. Do you know bro. what I did? Do you know what I did? <laughs> What'd you do? I, well, I haven't adopted them. I'm fostering a mom and five kittens. So I literally went from zero pets and traveling all the time yeah. to 
having six cats. Wow. Legitimately. And like they're babies, they can't be adopted for another three more weeks. So it's really fun to play with them and they're like tackling each other and rolling around. It's so cute and it's like yeah. the only thing getting me through this, truly. Can you pop truly. them up on, on screen right now? Could you grab I them? I can or go least... grab one. Yeah. 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 Go get it. Thank you. Let's see. Let's get one. Guys, the answer is not 11. It's I not am 11. sorry. I am sorry. Not How 11. many submission wins did Nate Diaz have in UFC? Maybe that's. Uh, Take take a closer look because I really want you to win. I really do. Because if you don't win, I'm, I'm taking it. Guess what, Joe? I'm going to double check this answer, but I'm pretty sure Wikipedia is correct. Hashtag Wikipedia. Okay, I'm coming back Hashtag. with the kittens. All right, let's see it. Okay, so I think I'm going to adopt two. And these are the two I think I'm going to keep. So they're both girls. Oh, oh, yeah, they adorable. are cute. Yeah, Aren't little twins. So cute? The yeah. No, so the Rumi is the smallest one. She's really tiny. Little baby. And she's really sweet. She's actually the bravest and the smartest. And how, old, Bianca, how old are they? They're five weeks. Wow. Adorable. And they're, I have the mom, and she's, like, still nursing. It's so cute. Oh, my God. Okay, I have to put them back because they're freaking out. <laughs> so cute. You're like, like where are we? Yeah, what's going on here? So You're live. I post them I post them on my Instagram, and uh, <laughs> and there's a lot of videos if you want to watch them play. Chris, you got to make – I think they were tearing her shirt off or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris, you got you to gotta make some uh, kitten clothes or something, MMA Uncensored. I mean, I've got some clothes to make. I got bikinis. I got panties. We got little um, little T-shirts for the ladies coming out. And, uh, you know, we'll crop see what tops. happens. Crop tops? Yeah, crop tops. Crop tops, cool. Yeah, you got to have a crop top. Yeah, we're yeah. going to get the crop top ones. Yeah, we're going to set them up. Probably have them ready in a bunk. Deal. Send some to Kier. Awesome. Yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a after this shit is over with we'll do a MMA uncensored beach cleanup. I'll be there. We'll get some fighters to come out and help out. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah give back to awesome. the community. Yeah, that we'll would be awesome. And you know, we'll have, we'll have some people there. I know, I know, I know quite a few fighters that down here in the South Florida area. So we could get some yeah. people together that would be interested in doing something like that. And it'd be great. I think it'd be fun. We could even go up there too. I um, everyone's been saying, where's the first place you're gonna go after this? And I want to hear your answers too, where the first place you're going to go is. But my favorite place ever is the Don Cesar Hotel in St. Pete Beach, which is Beautiful in the place. area. Beautiful. Yeah. So Gorgeous. that would be really fun. Yeah. I went to a wedding there once and it was unbelievable. Uh, That's, I want to get married there. I just have to find someone to, you know, that. <laughs> yeah. That will want to do that whole thing with you. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you don't even, you know what? You don't even have to get married to party at the Don Caesar. You could just kind of throw your own yeah. shindig. Yeah, you know? no, I just do. So where do you guys want to go after this? What's the first place? Oh, see? Oh, little, you this is my little Yorkie. Her name is oh, Bernie. So cute. She's five pounds. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. She actually comes um, with me everywhere. She's like a I, service dog. This is, this is my pet right here. <laughs> What? An iPhone? An iPhone. <laughs> That's all I got. It's pretty easy. It's a busy pretty phone. low maintenance. Very low maintenance. I got to charge the battery. It's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. But uh, where do you uh, want to go, what, Chris? Uh, let's go to Clearwater Beach and do something, man. It's it's beautiful. That's the first place We're you want to go to. Beach. Stay at a hotel close by. I yep. Mean, have some barbecue cookouts. You know, take some jeeps out there off road. Oh, whatever. that's fun. Get some kayaks. Do something nice so for a fun. weekend. Just so have fun. a nice weekend and do something. Not just yeah. go somewhere for a few hours and have to drive back home saying, 
get a hotel room for a couple nights. Yeah. Maybe B&B's, big house, and, and do something nice. That would be fun. Just yeah. chill. I'm with that, man. I think it would just be I nice to get away. I how to recycle. It would be Absolutely. so fun. You guys yeah, would you be do, so bored of me over <laughs> We could put them on uh, Instagram and whatever. I mean, we could make it, we could make it great. That would I'd, be super fun. It would be super fun. I'd like I'll bring, to. I'll bring her with us, too. She'll, she'll help. Yeah, my bring her. Baby. What's her name? Garney. Garney. That's cute. She's my little sweetie pie. Yeah, I, you know, I had plans. I had to cancel them, of course, but I was going to go to see the Yankees and Tampa Bay Rays play. I was going to stay in Tampa for the weekend and just, you know, whatever, just hang out and catch a couple of the ball games. So now that that's canceled, I really don't know what I want to do yet. I'm like kind of one of those people where I get excited when I know I can make plans and do something. And then I think of a hundred different places I want to go to and I'm just going to have to break it all down. But I, I think I'd, I'd like to do like just a quick weekend getaway just to kind of refresh myself and put myself back out there and do something cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe St. Augustine. Do... That would be kind of That's fun. Nice. I love it. You know, I'll do a little, little wine tasting and, yeah. and just hang out and get, get into a little bit of trouble, you know? You know, Joe, we Is there wine tasting there? Oh, yeah, Steve yeah. Tyson said, shit, stay at my place. You know yeah. what? Count me fucking in, Steve. I'm hey, in. Steve. Hey, you Steve, know, uh, great supporter. Thank you, Steve. Supporter. You always, you, always Steve. support the show. Uh, uh, and answer okay, the question, gonna... Steve. I want to send you some CBD. Please answer the question. How many submissions did Nate Diaz have in the Can UFC? I just guess? Yes, you can guess. You win. <laughs> just kidding. None. She just won. Kidding. No, send it to some. Send it to a fan. We'll send you, send you a little care package after this for sure. You're so sweet. Thank you. That's awesome. You're very welcome. Well, we'll uh, we'll definitely collab. We'll let's stay in touch, Kier. Uh, we'll get together. We'll do something cool uh, to help you out. And, uh, and oh, they... I have I have a thing. I have a sticker I can give you as well. It says "Littering is trashy." That's the shirt I should have worn. Oh, I'll okay. Deal. I will totally wanna, uh, put that on there. Is there anybody you want to plug? Charities, organizations, any people that need a pick me up, a thank you, a hi, I miss you, whatever. Go ahead. So it's actually my friend Elizabeth Keen's birthday today, and she is to celebrate. She's donating ten dollars to Feeding America for everyone who posts like a thirty-second clip to their story, tagging her uh it's just at elizabeth keen k-e-e-n-e and if you post the clip and tag her she'll donate ten dollars to feeding america which is pretty cool so That's wonderful yeah is she's that doing on that instagram? today yes on instagram okay. at elizabeth keen yes. on instagram like Good. that e at the Joe. end oh hold on let me Joseph. let me get the producer here can you put this an e guy, at the end of that this guy is a producer and a host he's a he's a man I think the hashtag is Hope Sings Eternal. What is it? Yeah, that looks right. Hope Sings Eternal. Hashtag Hope, hope sings. sings Eternal. Yes. Hashtag. Let me, yeah. uh, you got that? I'm telling the producer. You got that? All right. All right. Have the ring so girl bring you a drink, too, Jeff. What's that? You're empty. You need a drink. I know. Oh, I'm going to have a smoke after this. Cheers. Uh, I might smoke now. <laughs> yes. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. You got to do cheers it. To everybody. This is a, a quarantine social dis social distance cheer. It's empty. That's what it is. It truly is. Oh, no. I can't get Mine up is... and make another drink. I have wine. Oh, look at you. Show off, she you. Has the bigger show off. She has the big glass, Joe. 
Well, I'm just a grown up and I fill it up to, you know, like a decent amount. She's a Listen, grown up. Let me tell I'm you, you know, extra trips. Do you know what I've been doing? So for the longest time, I get a, you know, I buy all these bottles of wine because I like wine. And I'll, I'll, I'm in the mood for wine. I'll drink two glasses. I'll cork it. And then I'm not in the mood for wine for a week. And then I don't want to drink weak old wine. So I've been wasting. So now I'm buying all the mini bottles of wine. And I just bought like 50 of them. And I put them in my fridge. So now I got wow. 50 small bottles of wine sitting in my fridge. Are they glass? Just, it's, it's one bottle, one glass per bottle. Wow. And is it's, it glass or is it plastic? It's plastic. Oh. I know. I know. We're going to talk about that. It's not, so it's it's not my fault technically, only because what? it's the people that make the bottles fault. I don't know what's worse, wasting wine or using single-use plastic for I wine. Knew, One of the most perfect products ever because it's glass and cork, which you can recycle, and metal. Like it, There's no plastic involved. I knew I it. Come on. I, You know, Kier, as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I knew I was in trouble. But I had to finish. I had to finish the sentence. Okay, so what you need to get is yes. this cork that you suck the air out. You pump the air out, and they really do work. And you can drink weak old wine if you pump the air out. And they're plastic, but you use them indefinitely, the corks. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So they come you, with a pump. You can find them on Amazon, or I'll send you the link. So you screw it I'll on top it of the bottle? and. Okay, yeah, do that. So you I will, put, you I'll pop it, it in like a regular cork, but it has like mm -hmm. a you know a one-way valve. So then you like pump the air out and okay, yeah. just it, hold, it holds it. What no more plastic on your arm. arm. You what just oh, your arm? Um, the that's gun. Some, yeah, that's pretty cool. Thanks. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. not to get too you know, <laughs> but people were real concerned that they couldn't buy guns and they thought it was going to be so easy. And it was like, oh, wasn't it? so easy now is it think we should have more laws oh now the end of the world is like <laughs> don't come don't come to me when you need a gun because i only have one and it's mine it's yours <laughs> that's so, right you know people are buying toilet paper and ammunition i mean it's crazy out there yeah i went to the store and they were like oh we're closed down the government just called us and told us closed down you have to get here in like 20 minutes and i'm like i'll be there that's crazy. Sad. That is, this is a crazy, crazy world we're living in right now. Uh, I don't know if we're we're gonna be at exactly the same the way we walked into this thing, but no, I really, I, hope I in really, some ways we're better and not worse. Yeah, I just hope people are more self-aware, you know, and respect the world a little bit better, you know. They're what I can't, uh, that's never gonna happen. But what I can't tell you, <laughs> what I can't tell you, is that. <laughs> I've noticed one thing since this whole fucking quarantine thing. I've noticed that the, at least here in Florida, the weather's been superb. It's like nice. it's almost like because there's not a lot of cars and there's no trucks on the road, there's no pollution. It's like the Earth's mm -hmm. atmosphere is like getting a break now. You know, it's it's pretty yeah. cool to see. Oh yeah, they're saying that LA is like the cleanest it's ever been, or something like that. And and um, I mean, when I was at the beach today, like the water was so clear, and there were big fish, like big ones, like close to the beach. Hmm. You know, it's obviously had over a week to like recover since they closed the beaches, and like right. the, the wildlife is just like, oh my right. god, this is ours now. Like, <laughs> how about the what? How about the back? Yeah. How about like the deer in the Midwest, like coming into the streets now? They're comfortable. They're like, oh. Those Asshole humans are gone. Let's uh, kind of see what's going on over here. Yeah, you know? I kind of worry about that. That like once cars get back on the road, it's going to yeah. be enough, you know a lot 
lot of deaths. A lot more deaths because of that. But on the bright side, the pollution is way down, way down, mm-hmm. which is huge. And I hope that people do take that into consideration. I've been trying to share some tips on, I have to go after this, but I've been trying mm-hmm. to sh- share some tips on how we can still be, you know, ordering takeout and um, having like groceries delivered and stuff is super wasteful. Obviously, it's a lot more mm-hmm. wasteful than going there. And even if you go, they're not allowing you to use your own bags, germs and things like mm-hmm. that. So that's when you have to like reevaluate all the things that you're doing in your home to try mm-hmm. to, at least for me to try to make up that, you know what I mean? To like balance the equilibrium a little bit. Yeah. So, so I'll share some tips on my Instagram uh, Do it. for that tomorrow. Ta- but yeah. Tag me in it. I'll, uh, I'll share it too. I will. I have to go. It was really nice meeting you, Chris. You too. Nice to here. see you, it's Joe. You yes. Nice to see night. you too. Yeah. We'll okay, set something bye. up where we, we all hang out. Bye. Bye. As soon as we, are over like let's plan it that'd be so fun sounds good that'll be fun bye bless you all right mma uncensored episode two that's a wrap chris i I had a lot of fun bro that was a good show that was great man we had the surprise co-host james kraus that was a lot of fun Uh, i'll tell you what james is he might be one of my favorite people in the world right now he's cool man uh i had the Yeah, I had the, the, the pleasure of talking to James Krause for a couple of minutes before we went live. And yeah, just a nice guy, man. You know, deadly, 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 uh, but a nice guy. And that's what I like. Uh, and then Mike Perry, man. I mean, Mike so Perry. funny, such a chill guy. Uh, I had a good time. I thought th- that was yeah. cool. And I was glad I wanted to to have, you know, James and Mike to have their moment to just interact with one another. And I, I didn't want to like uh, interfere in that too much. I wanted them to talk because uh, I think it was a surprise for both of them. And then Absolutely. the cool thing was James Krause inviting uh, Mike Perry to, to, to uh, train with him. I thought that was really that's cool. A, that's a great thing, man. I, 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 that's might be the biggest thing coming from this whole podcast is, you know, another fighter re- reaching out to another fighter that, you know, really doesn't have a camp right now that, yeah. you know, wants to train. I mean, it's only a couple hour flight. I, I hope it happens, man. I, I hope, too. and you know, not for the fact that it happened here on the podcast, but for the fact that there's a guy out there that wants to train, you know, and yeah. there's a guy that's offering to help, you know, simple that's as right. that, you know. I think right. it's, I think it's fucking cool as shit, right. man. And Doctor Bo, class act, great guy. He had some a lot of cool, insightful things to say about the sport, and so I definitely smart. would like to talk to him again. I, I want to. I know he he called in late. He had patience, but I want to. I really yeah. want to know his story. I want to know how he got started. I'm real interested in that. So yeah. I, I say let's uh, reach out to him in the future and get him on. And I want to have a one on one with him. Absolutely, we'll get yeah. him on soon, and um, maybe uh, James will want to you know co-host again soon because that's a you know that's a smart dude. He's a, he's a great dude, a family guy. Um, we're all family guys, Joe. You know. Yeah, man. Absolutely, brother. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Well, I had a great time. Chris, uh, it's Me been too. fun. Uh, I, I, Two I hours. The first guy that uh, – first person that answered was Carrie Carlos Leon. Uh, they were the first to answer eight. Even though we gave it away, they were still the, the first one to, right. to post it. So we'll take care of it. Have him, we'll, send, uh, have him DM me his address, and I'll send it out in the next couple of days. Congratulations, Carrie. Congratulations. I appreciate yep. Kier, Platinum Mike Perry, James Krause, my friend Dr. Bo Hightower, man. That 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 guy is a phenomenal human being. A gem, uh, bro. He's you, a gem. Our host, producer. I mean, you got three <laughs> hats on here. We appreciate you. My uh, pleasure, brother. My pleasure. 
you know, you're part of the team and, and we appreciate you, Joe. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you as well. And uh, I look forward to next week. What do we got next week? What's coming up? I think the James Krause is going to be on next week. Um, maybe Artem Loboff. Um, I'll, I'll figure it out tomorrow and we'll get back to everybody. Sounds I mean, good. I'm hoping, Rumble, I'm hoping Anthony Rumble Johnson comes on soon. You know, Rumble. That's my so buddy. Two, two episodes in a row, Rumble. Your name has we'll been dropped. I think we'll so. Sounds good. Well, Chris, thank you very much, man. Enjoy the rest of your night. And everybody that tuned in, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, it's going to help us grow this thing because we're going we're gonna to make this something special. And I want everybody to be along for the ride. Thank you, Joe. You got it. Have a good night. Have a good night. Later.